Toys Cast episode 208, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. And those are Rock, G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Masters of the Universe, and Transformers. Oh, yeah. I thought you might say uh, Real World, Road Rules, Big Brother, and Survivor. <laughs> I'll save that for uh, somebody else next time. <laughs> uh, if you want to kick it with us, we want you to do it here live every other Sunday, 4 p.m. East or 4 p.m. Mountain Time, 6 p.m. Eastern. If you can't catch us here, you can hit us up at our Facebook group at facebook.com/slash open your toys. And we've picked up uh, quite a few, I mean, relative to the our group size. Uh, picked up quite a few people there, and we have a question: Where did you hear about the group? And um, they're saying that uh, Facebook is is showing it to them, so that's kind of cool that we're gaining in popularity enough for Facebook to show them our group. So, uh, if you're new to the group, new to the show, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you want to just keep up with the show and not worry about the whole social aspect, um, you can just. Uh, like us at facebook.com slash open your toys cast. We post all the new shows uh, and Peter posts uh, the most important toy news of the day there. Um, if you want to see what we're talking about, if you're not watching us live, you can go to openyourtoys.com. At the top of the page, there's a link to the show notes. It has links to everything we're talking about, including links to subscribe through iTunes, Google Play, RSS, Stitcher Smart Radio. It's got our email up there, team at openyourtoys.com and voicemail 720-235-TOYS, 720-235-8697. Rock, where can people find you, sir? You can find me on Facebook in the group and you can find me on the YouTube channel, Rock the Farting Dad. Put up a lot of new videos lately. Uh, one of them got to a thousand views in about two weeks, so nice. picked up a picked up a lot of subscribers recently. And yeah, uh, definitely seen a lot of a lot of guys that I'm friends with on Star Joseph joined recently. Jason Adams, Travis Fowler. So yeah, we definitely picked up a lot of new people in the group. So I'm glad to see it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, in the chat, we've got KJ Smith joining us. Uh, Brian Brinkalizer is up in there too, talking about the Mythic Legions weekend. Uh, some amazing reveals that we'll be talking about very shortly. Uh, Cliff, where can people find you, sir? I post in the group as uh, Red Menace, and then I'm on Instagram as Associate of Horror. Oh, very nice, very nice. I just post in my in our own chat on our own live video loved those reveals in regard to the mythic legions and and facebook automatically blocked my comment saying that uh it looks like it's spam <laughs> i'm like what the fuck is up with that but anyways uh we got triple a with us uh just uh was it a day two days after your birthday yeah, <laughs> it was yesterday. It's <laughs> nice, nice. Happy birthday and happy Thank birthday you. to Rock's son as well. We found out you guys share a birthday. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, where can people find you, sir? Um, you guys can find me at facebook.com slash alias angel alias. Hell yeah. Here, let me try to type love all those. 
all those mythic reveals and see if that will get spammed as well. Oh, yeah, that showed up. Jesus. All right. Anyways, um, if you want to find me, I'm at facebook.com slash open your toys. I'm also at Slick McFavorite on Instagram or Slick at OpenYourToys.com. All right. Uh, let's see. Rock, what are you drinking, sir? Remember I was telling you about that $18 <laughs> four oh. pack? Well, I'm finally drinking one of those trade wind incarnation pumpkin spiced ales and it's it's pretty damn good the only thing i would say would make it a little bit better is i've had a pumpkin beer at a restaurant and they'll rim the glass with cinnamon sugar what the fuck i've never heard of that before really i I guess just my gay ass has had it because uh (laughs) they have it at um oh what's the place called miller's ale house they have like 50 beers on tap but they'll they'll rim it in cinnamon cinnamon sugar Ooh, I, I like that. Yeah, that might be a little yeah. light in my loafers when I drink that thing. But goddamn it, <laughs> cinnamon sugar is delicious. I don't care what your orientation is. <laughs> and you know what it is? It must be something with them with cinnamon sugar because if you get sweet potato French fries, they don't give you ketchup. They give you whipped cream that has cinnamon in it to dip your fries in that. So it must be something with that that place. That's interesting. That rocks. Yeah, this is uh this is pretty nice. It's made locally in Riverhead, about twenty minutes from where I live. Um uh, yeah, it's five point two percent alcohol and uh I'll be drinking it all show. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Cliff, what about you, sir? I got pure leaf. Yeah, nice. Unsweetened? Unsweetened always. Yeah, and nice. This film is gone, so I got another one. I can't, I can't rock the the sweetened tea anymore. There's something about getting old. Hi, and you know what's nice about that bottle? That's the wide mouth. So if you ever need a, you know, you can you put it under your desk while you're podcasting and use it as a receptacle. Oh, there we go. <laughs> you could just uh, step away and use the restroom as well. That would like. <laughs> I listened to a podcast where while they were podcasting, the guy peed in the bottle. <laughs> talk talking to Joe. It's a funny co- podcast. Oh they talk gosh. about uh Joe comics and yeah, Chief actually pissed right in the bottle while they were podcasting. That's some dedication. I was gonna say that that bottle's not wide enough for me. Ew. Oh! <laughs> I could pee in a Red Bull can. <laughs> <laughs> Triple uh, A, what about you? You got you got anything good you're drinking there? Um, actually, I'm having dinner, so um, yeah, so I'm eating instead. <laughs> do you do you drink booze at all, Peter? No, I do not. Nice, nice. Yeah, congratulations. That is a, that is a feat. That is something. Yeah, that... I'm kind of like Lotus. Uh, if anything, it'll be water. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, let's see. I am drinking Lynn Kugel's Spritzen beer with a splash of seltzer. And this is uh pineapple strawberry. Let's see if it has anything. Beer with natural flavor. And that's about it. Everything else is just warnings that I'm killing myself slowly. So, <laughs> um, 
it's uh it's good i i like it um there's a little shot of the can for you it's even got that weird skinny seltzer can to it um but yeah it's still got still got a a good beer taste to it with just a little fruitiness Ooh. Kind of like, kind of like me. <laughs> Sounds right up my alley. <laughs> what is going uh, on? <laughs> I like pineapple. <laughs> we uh, uh, shout out to one of the dads in our little family pod. We had a, a little Halloween party. No one wanted to take their kids trick or treating, so. We had little trick or treat stations set up at, at a, one of the pods family, um, but uh, he was he was Han Solo, but he didn't have a white shirt, so he borrowed like one of his wife wife's blouses, and then uh, uh, Mrs. McFavorite did all the little girls' uh, makeup, and he was like, "I'll I'll get some makeup," so he had some eyeliner on, and so we uh, we. We deemed him androgynous. Okay, wow. It... <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hashtag not my Star Wars. <laughs> Trigger! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Brinkalizer saying Cliff has the man manliest drink tonight. <laughs> I think I would agree with you. <laughs> all right let's get into let's get into the show here why don't we uh first up con news i i kind of stuck pulse's stuff in here just because i can because i wanted to uh so pulse, <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh pulse reveals first up uh these were revealed on friday the new transformers so i was curious how they were gonna milk this uh uh ecto ectotron mold and it looks like they're this is the afterlife version of him let's scroll down and look um he comes with an extra ghost here um but not a lot of difference here green painted eyes um on him the ecto uh the ecto one they changed some of the equipment at the top they made it a little dirty on the hood and they made it off white. So another release coming out. I, well, I think it's available now on, on pulse, but not enough for me to buy a second one. Um, the one, Oh, here we go. And you also, Oh, it looks like you get a comic with it as well. And this time they uh, painted the Slimer, which I'm a little jealous of because if you have the other one, the Slimer's just, all translucent. I don't think it has any paint apps on it whatsoever. Um, one that I did pre-order was uh, the Bumblebee movie, uh, Cybertron Bumblebee. I'm just really digging how they just make his bot mode look almost identical every single time, but then they come up with new alt modes for it. And this is kind of a slick Cybertron car mode for him. And again, I just like that fucking scene. It's it's funny how they've made more toys from that Cybertron scene that lasts like four and a half minutes than they have the rest of the movie. But I, I thought that was a computer mouse with tires. <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. That would be a cool way to mod it, right? I mean, just <laughs> dig out its guts. I mean, it, just, it looks like you just be 
you know, clicking, right clicking with that thing. <laughs> and then uh, one that people have wanted to see for a long time. Again, very, very small part in the movie. We get uh, Dino here. Uh, so he's got his blades again. I, I don't like the movie enough to really care about Dino, but he's kind of a slick looking uh, uh, guy. He's uh, except for they don't have any markings. They must have not gotten the licensing. I thought he was a Bugatti, but anyways, those were the Transformers reveals from this Friday. Um, Star Wars, it's a little bit more interesting reveals here, in my opinion. Um, sold out instantly for uh, the vintage collection. We get our first uh, Snaggletooth, and uh, they're calling him Zutton here. So we get a super articulated Snaggletooth, which, of course, uh, lays uh, the groundwork to get a blue Snaggletooth as well. So, again, not... Not in the vintage, not actually ever carded in the vintage collection, as far as I'm aware. Brock, did they make a carded blue snaggletooth? Not no, a he... not a blue one, but a red one. Yeah. Oh, they did. Oh, yeah. then I do need to order it. Damn it! But he was, but he was definitely smaller in stature than than that figure is. Yeah, that figure looks kinda... like it's almost three quarters of a size of a, a regular figure, where the mm-hmm. other one is like half size. Like a little okay. bit bigger than Yoda. Ah, shit. See, I do need to get that. But the card back's not the same. Did they fucking do that again? Yeah, they put a goddamn CGI yeah, card yeah. back mm-hmm. on it. Oh, God damn it. Well, still. I did, I collect the vintage collection to have all of the original ones. So still pick it up even with that ugly-ass card back, I guess. Uh, and then cool Black Series reveals. Uh, anyone that's a Clone Wars fan, we're going to get Asajj Ventress. So she's looking good there, in my opinion. In the original layout. Let's see. What do we got here? Do, do, do. Anything fun? Well, nice soft yeah. goods uh, skirt on her. Looks yeah. Really nice, yeah. Yeah, with the uh, with the hard goods little flap there in the front, so I'm excited for her. Um, the pulse ones again. I watched the reveals, but then didn't chi- didn't go back at 11 a.m. I was watching the Mythic Legion stuff, um, and uh, sold out on Pulse quickly. Pulse still has their Black Series for 20 bucks a piece. These went up all over the internet, including Amazon, for twenty-three bucks a piece. You see, uh, Entertainment Earth has them for twenty-one. So, these are these again are going to be mainline releases. So, if you're not, you know, just not uh, what you call it, don't need to get those pre-orders in. Most likely, can wait and they'll show up in pegs. Um, I'm not far enough into Clone Wars to know who these guys are, so no no spoilers, but uh, we get a Bad Batch Clone Hunter, and these guys just look super dope. Uh, They made a big deal about his face tattoo here, so that's kind of cool. But uh, yeah, they look... 
they look absolutely amazing. And then uh, the sharpshooter uh, crosshair here looks dope as well. That gun is massive. So um, these two guys are on the very new, very new Clone War season that they released. Uh, not too long oh, ago. Okay. Yeah. So if you watch the first two episodes, you're pretty much caught up. Just the first two episodes, you will see these two guys. Okay. Um, and it's a party of five. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm almost there. I'm like on. Mm-hmm. I'm like on season five, and I think season six was the last episodes or whatever. Mm. But I'm almost there. Just have you'll love them. I guarantee you will love them. <laughs> nice. Well, I put pre-orders in Big Bad Toy Store just because I know if I find a, they'll go into my pile of loot, and then I'll have three months to find them at regular retail. And if I don't, at least mm-hmm. they're secured through that. So. Um, the previous weeks or, or the, the previous Monday, we had a Mando Monday and they announced a black series, uh, remnant trooper. And I bought the three and three quarter one of this just cause I buy every trooper in the three and three quarter, but this is probably a pass for me. I, I just don't need them in a black series. Um, Deco's a little bit better than the three and three quarter, but not much in my opinion. Anybody worried about him? No. Yeah. I, I think people will buy him. They'll troop build him. I mean, it's a pretty cool scene. I mean, you get to have the Mando fighting like five of these. Yeah, I was going to say, well, and that's the nice thing, right? You don't need a whole brigade of them. You need no. like four or five and you're good. So... Um, and then Rock, you're the only person I know that buys these helmets. Any interest in this uh, Mandalorian Black Series helmet? You know what? I, I would rather have Boba if I was going to have a helmet. Because the Mandalorian is new canon. I just, you know, the other one to me is just so iconic. But mm-hmm. it, it is really beautiful. I, I really do like it. And those old helmets, they've gone up in value. Like, you won't believe Oh, the, um, oh, that's nice. The, like Kylo Ren's like three hundred. Vader's three hundred. Wow. The only one that hasn't gone up in value is the uh, the one I have. The, uh, <laughs> not the stormtrooper. The um, oh, what the hell? The what's the, the guy's name? The fighter pilot. From, yes. What the? Yeah. Jesus. Wow. I guess that that speaks to how well he's known. It, right? Exactly. Po. Is it um Poe Dameron? Yes. Yeah. 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 That guy. Uh, that helmet was on clearance at uh, Barn <laughs> Barman Tunko Factory. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, There's a ton of them. <laughs> See, and 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 my problem with uh with Poe's is. I just don't like the shape of those helmets. I I wouldn't mind a, a rebel pilot helmet as much as Pose. I just don't like the fucking shape. They they made it weird to me at least. And no, I, never even saw, I agree. I never even <laughs> saw the other one. I've never even seen a Luke Skywalker helmet because I would have bought that and put that in replace of Pose. Yeah. Ne- never saw it. And and have they made one? I don't even know if they made one. Yeah, they, they made they a did. yeah they made a red five helmet. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, so, we covered it on the show. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah, my I, the most iconic for me is a stormtrooper. So if I won't pay money for a stormtrooper, there's probably not not another helmet I'm going to get. But 
let's see. Brinkalizer says he'd rather take an old an old trooper and just toss it in some mud for the <laughs> remnant trooper. Um, and then last Monday we had another mandate Mando Monday. Um, this wasn't as exciting. Lots of toys. That's got to be a build a bear. Yep. Build-A-Bear, Plush Child, um, let's see, this was the big reveal for us action figure guys, a Beskar Armor uh, Vintage Collection uh, Mando, but then you get some Nerf garbage, that doesn't, oh, that's a Death Trooper, I'm like, that doesn't even look like his thing, and then if you're a high-end collector, you got the uh, uh, Hot Toy, oh, Quarter Scale Hot Toys, wow. That's fucking going to be massive. So, another bullshit. So, yeah, a lot of Star Wars reveals. What do you guys think about about how they're how they're doing everything now? How they do how they do a, a reveal and then they put up the pre orders. Do you like that? Because you, so long as you're there and know when they're going to launch, you can pre order them or you know. To me, I just think it's kind of ruining the surprise of everything. But what are your thoughts, Ruck? Yeah, it's like you said. If you're available to be at a computer when they're dropping these, it's great. But if you're a person that's working and you don't have access to it, it really sucks. But then for that matter, what's the difference if you make the pre-order anyway and then your pre-order gets canceled? So it's kind of (laughs) every pre-order. Every You know, I I can't, can't wait to say what we got in this week. Because you know what I haven't gotten in? Any of my fucking things I've ordered from Walmart. I don't even <laughs> buy that much stuff. Everything got canceled. Blaster got canceled. My Awe Striker got canceled. And it's like, I don't buy modern shit. The only modern shit I go to buy, and they tell me to go fuck myself. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's good, but I feel bad for the people that are working, and they don't get to log into these when they're there. And then you have to cross your fingers and hope you get it or pay scalper prices. Yeah. Triple A Cliff, you guys are you guys are avail at least online usually during the week. I mean what it, are you guys watching these things? Are you um, jumping on pre orders? For me for sure. Um I'm unemployed, so <laughs> and uh so I'll, I'll be able to watch some of these uh, live events and uh, I'll be able to pre order these things. And I feel bad for some of my friends who um is in the group that couldn't order them because they're they're working. So, but the bright side is they're making a living. <laughs> so, and I'm burning cash. <laughs> cash I don't have. So, um, but uh, yeah, it's a shame that they did it uh, right after the uh, review. But uh, but they, you know, they give you a modest one hour um, later. Well, it'll be like let's say what it was uh, the review was uh, eleven or twelve. I can't remember exactly now. And then, okay, uh, the pre-order will be up in an hour, so it's at 1 o'clock. So they'll tell you the time. So that's nice, I guess. Um, hopefully people who's at work uh, can catch it during their lunch break. Eh. But, you know, I think now you should embed it in your mind that anything that's Pulse or Haswell Pulse is doing, it's going to be between 12 and 1. So guaranteed. Yeah. What about you, Cliff? I mean, of all that stuff, I could see wanting that Beskar uh, TVC figure. I don't know about any of the other stuff, though. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I'm aware of the drops when they hit. I'm not a huge pre-order guy for Star Wars stuff. I kind of just buy it as I see it. Um, but yeah, I think I did order the best car. I think I ordered it from Big Bad with collector grade. Oh, oh nice. Good. Yeah. yeah. That's uh I ordered two. One to keep on the that's that's where I've gotten sucked in is everything not Mandalorian the series, everything the Mandalorian, him himself. Uh Rin Jin Darjin or whatever his name is. Um Din Jarin. <laughs> Din Jarin, yeah. <laughs> uh, everything him I've been ordering too. One to open and one to keep carded just so I could have a cool little shrine, man, for all my little carded uh, Mandalorians. Can so. I ask you guys something that I know Jason has pre-ordered, well, back the uh, Razor Crest, and now Cliff uh, also back the Razor Crest. And, um, ah, yeah. and I don't know if Rock did, no? Right? No, no okay. I'm... Okay. No. Okay. So with all these Mandalorian figures in the four-inch line, I mean... You do you need to buy this one too, like the one that just shown the uh, the best guard Mandalorian figure? Because you already have one. It's in the Razor's Crest, and then you got the Dojin one that's coming from the Walmart. So, how do you justify what? this one? I didn't order the Walmart one because fuck Walmart. <laughs> okay. um, <laughs> so. And Jason? Um, so that's the one. And oh. then the one that comes with the Razor Crest, that's got a soft goods cloak, so he can stay in the cockpit of the Razor Crest. Mm, okay. Me, um, I'm really debating on, because this is what I probably would have done with uh, with Jabba's. If, again, I miss Jabba by being a time zone off. I, I was going to pull the trigger, and when I went to do it, I was a half an hour late, because I miscalculate my time zone but i may sell those figures i don't really give a shit about and and i like that the mandalorian will you know i like the, the child one as well but i might sell those to offset the cost because i don't really care about having them carded it, the it's really weird too. No, well, and that's the hard one. Like, if they get, because the jaw was the one that I really dug, because that scene is so disturbing to me. Um, my my hope is that they'll just release those in, in mass releases, maybe with less accessories or something like that, or or not soft goods or whatever. But oh, come on, it's Hasbro. Come on. You know <laughs> exactly. You're release it. Look what, exactly. they, look what they did with that yak face from the barge. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. So, but I also I really wanted that yak face, and he hasn't gone. I've been watching him on Amazon. I, he went down to thirteen bucks on Amazon, and I missed him. And I've been watching him for the last six months, and he's still nineteen dollars. So I don't like him that much, you know, to pay nineteen bucks for him. So. Well, the one that came with the barge was going for one seventy five. Oh, really? And the only See? difference is it got the coin. Yeah, it's got the other card back. See, and that's insane. That's my whole thing is if I can offset the price, if I can sell one of those figures for a hundred bucks, and I have a perfectly accepted, if I can just cut the cape off of the main release one so he can sit down, I'm fine with that, you know. But 
Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, PGF Keen, uh, IRL friend uh, Philippe there says, Bad Batch. Woo, woo. Brian Brink says, uh, Reveals aren't bad. If it's Walmart or Target, don't even try. All the main releases are available, Amazon, BBTS. See, and I just, I get, I get so fucking picky with that BBTS wants to charge $2 more than the 20 bucks, you know, and it's ridiculous because if I miss out on a figure, say I don't get those Bad Batch figures and I didn't pre-order them and then I watch it and I love it, then they're going to be 40. So sometimes I just got to suck it up and take that but that's how that's how cheap i am like if i miss out on a two dollar less pre-order then i'm like fuck it i'm not gonna pre-order it all then yeah yeah but think about how much you save on their shipping because that pile of loot for four dollars yeah they're eating a lot on that so exactly they gotta offset it somehow um tamashi nation 2020 virtual event happened um Nothing super exciting. I like the Pac-Mans. Um, I'm even... <laughs> I just not, I'm even a Hulk collector, and I still can't get down with paying $80 for a six-inch action figure, as, as amazing as they might be. But um, the, the Pac-Man, uh, Pac-Pac, Pac-Man is... Or, oh, is this the Shigokin... Pac-Man, whichever this uh, this mech suit is, yeah, it's is like a die pretty, cast. Yeah, see that I can rock with. I I really dig that. But so uh, Peter, with the, even with these smaller ones, do they still charge you eighty bucks or the? Oh, I think we talked about this with the Dragon Ball Z ones. It is oh yeah, scale it, like the size yeah. of it. The price Depends will on how be big. relative, right? right? Okay. Definitely. So this should be hopefully like sixty bucks. Sixty dollars, right? yeah, right. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So, but yeah, I just just can't get down on that stuff. So, and like I say, I this is coming from a person that just spent three hundred and eighty dollars for a spaceship he doesn't really like, but you know, I guess. <laughs> oh, I'm a I'm an enigma wrapped in a riddle. But uh, Store Horsemen, so uh, Mythic Legions had both uh, G-Con and Mythic, forget, uh, Mythic Legion Con, maybe, something like that. Um, and uh, these look dope. So uh, let me show you the all-in here. Let's see if, can we get this big? Oh. They were touting how great their website is, and I'm like, eh, I don't agree here. But uh, so the big thing here is it's basically uh, vampires versus like elves. Is that kind of the thing, Brinkalizer or KJ? I know you guys are into these. Oh, and shout out to Paul Schreiber, who's joined us too. What's up, Paul? Hey, Paul. Um. So I love the little, like, uh, so she's really dope with the, you know, extra, like, arms coming off and stuff like that. Very cool, like, vampirists and then a vampire horse, which is dope. Wow. I like this one. 
yeah, this one's dope. Um, this is um, first time seeing this myself because I missed this event. So uh, their other big reveal was their larger scale figure vampire here. He's looking dope as hell as well. Um, the one, the one that I think I'm going to order, I'm just not a big vampire fan. Mm -hmm. Um, the one I think I'm going to fucking order is this moose. I'm loving this (laughs) fucking moose, dude. Okay. Show us, uh, zoom in. What, what does, uh, what appeals to you? Well, I think it, I think it, uh, I think, the big thing is, is my mom was a collector of all things moose. Like she loved, is it meese? Is that the, the plural <laughs> She loved mooses. Um, and, and I think that's the big thing. I think it just kind of reminds me of my mom. You know, if people don't know, she passed a while ago. So, I mean, not to be sad or anything, it's a celebration of her, but I just, I think it looks dope. You know, those horns are amazing. They showed, uh, they showed some of the dwarves. They can literally sit in the horns of the moose. That's how big it is. Um, I could see another one that somebody might be interested in, not me, but that uh, Minotaur here. Let's see, get a good three-quarter shot of him. So he looks pretty dope. Their horse body there. Oh, with the wow. Dope. Yeah. It looks like um, that new Netflix series, like uh, the Blood of Zeus, one of those characters. Oh, do they have it? I'm still... Yeah. I, when that came out, it prompted me to want to finish Castlevania. So I'm still, oh, okay. because they're made by the same company. Some dude yep. at GameStop told me that. He's like, did you know they're made by the same company? Um, so it reminded me I need to finish Castlevania. So I haven't started watching it yet. But yeah, this dude's dope. And again, super reasonable. I mean, it, you know, not to belabor the point, but 65 bucks and this thing's going to be huge. That's probably, yeah, 10 and a half inches tall and fucking probably 10 inches long, you know? So awesome reveals. Uh, so how much money, the, how much money have you put in for pre-orders? I, I haven't done anything yet okay. just because they, they usually run these for about a month. So it's nice. It gives you, gives you time to kind of reflect and be like, okay, what do I really want here? Um, but uh, the big thing Brinkalizer saying here is these are all new molds. Unlike uh, some of the, Tama- I think he's jabbing you, Peter, about the Tamashi Nation stuff. Um, but, <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'm still, we're still waiting for the first batch of horse, horses. Mm-hmm. So, and they're probably sharing some of the toolings with those. And I don't yeah. have any of these in hand, so I don't know. Uh, so it has to be sharing some of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure there's there's definitely some reuse there. But mm-hmm. um, so I guess uh, since none of us are really Mythic Legions guys, KJ, Brian, what what are your thoughts? What are your must-haves? And we'll... Uh, We'll move on while they answer that. Um, all right. Uh, Toy News. New droid factory showing up at the parks, at least. 
which is this is kind of interesting because they've never they have a forlom and and I don't think they've ever done like an actual character. It's always been a like a Halloween R2D2 or an R2D2 with some kind of extra parts or something. So that's kind of interesting. Um, anyone have any idea what the CB23 might be in reference to? Usually it's some kind of homage or something. No, the colors don't ring any bells. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, normally they, they'll do holiday-based ones. And then what I'm really interested in is what this big yellow thing in this multi-pack is. It, it's obviously got to be something that's at Galaxy's Edge right now. See if Ed Arndt was joining us, he'd be able to chime in. Um, let's see. Uh, Brian Brinks saying all the regular figures are new tools. Uh, oh, <laughs> Brian was saying the new molds because uh, he, he says you always say the Mythic Legions are repaints, Peter. <laughs> not completely uh, but you know I, I see parts of it you know, so. yeah i mean they basically they they do reuse their parts and they do it well like they don't yeah, they do it, it's not as blatant as mattel but um kj smith says he's uh in for all um but the moose was a big one for him as well brian brinks all in um and the moose was big news for him too so all right. Um, the new Artemis Silver Cord has my attention as well, and I don't know is that the uh, is that the Artemis? Oh, this one here, the Chica. I do. I I'm a big archery fan, so I do love that. Like all of these guys are archers. That's kind of dope. See, she remind me of, I think, uh, um, one of the wave. Like, oh, maybe that. Okay, there's because I see antelopes on top of her, so uh-huh. I'm thinking of that antelope character. So that's like an animal oh. thing. Yeah. So I was like, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Leader Grimlock in hand. I I put this on here. I, I'm kind of over seeing the end hand stuff. Um, but the big thing for me here was the wheelie um, because I was hoping he actually transformed. But that is definitely not the case with this little guy. So, I mean, not not too bad. But uh, they show a comparison shot with his Voyager where you can see they're, you know, showing a lot of the design stuff, but he looks dope. I mean, I'm a Grimlock fan, and considering I won't have to pay 50 bucks for this, I'll hopefully get it on sale for 40 or 35 I'm definitely in it. So there's a, a great group shot. I love it, man. I mean, this is, like I say, the movie, the movie's my shit. So I'm I'm really liking this. Um, I think he's a little big. Um, do they show him with Prime? Yeah, here's him with Prime. Yeah, maybe he's about right. I would say. 
Um, that's pretty much about it. Here's them next to a shark con. About good size there. Next to Skylinks. So yeah, I mean he's he's definitely he's definitely a get for me. I'm disappointed the wheelie doesn't transform, but whatever. Um, you doing any of this uh, mo- uh, 86 Studio Series stuff, uh, Peter? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, because uh, I'm trying to get out of Chug Line and anything in that scale. Um, I I actually I do enjoy MP scale, so uh, which is why I got those Giga Power that Lotus recommended and. Uh, and I, the way how MP is heading to a really strange price level and direction, like it's hard for me to continue. So um, yeah, it's too, it's a bit too tune accurate. I like, I like my stuff a little more detail. So, um, but so right now it's a huge pause on transformer for me. Either way, Chuck line or MP. So um, yeah, we'll see how look uh, how the future holds though. Understandable. Um, new Black Series uh, rumors, at least confirmed. Uh, we're going to get a Moth Gideon and his dark saber here. Uh, face sculpt. I'm not. I'm not overly happy with. But I agree. <laughs> um, I'm just hoping, and and we're gonna. I didn't put it in the show notes, but we're gonna have a. Uh, have a Mandalorian discussion here at the end of the show. Um, but I haven't seen the late, the one that dropped on Friday yet. I'm still behind on that one, but I'm hoping he makes a bigger splash in the series or has a better backstory. Uh, we get Quill. Oh, I need this guy. Oh, I need awesome. him in a three quarter. Yep. <laughs> Really? See, I just I don't really care about him. He's oh, like, I love him. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's season yeah, one, man. <laughs> yeah, he's such he's so cool, and he's Nick Nolte. I know, I know. Uh-huh. I just, and, and I love how he's he not. This is the way. What is he? What's his? I have spoken. I have spoken. <laughs> and I do, I do like that he represents, like when he's talking to Cara Dude. Spoilers, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, but when he's talking to Cara Dude, and and she's like, "You were just a slave," and he's like, "I earned my freedom with my uh-huh. hands." You know, I yeah. do like that he's fucking baller like but, that. But, but yeah, he's, cool. he's he's a bit too orange though. But I, I hope they adjust that. He looks really cartoon. Yeah. So and it may just be. May that may just be them pumping up the contrast and Photoshop Maybe. or something, but yeah. Um, and then Grief Karga, uh, Axon Jackson himself here mm-hmm. again, not not a super fan of the face sculpt. And yeah, it's strange. Like, yeah, they're like, oh, we got hyper realistic face paints now. Yeah, uh, let's put the it's... NECA Apollo Creed head on it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. With his nice his fro, at least a little bit more fro than he's I'm look I'm looking at that figure from here and I'm like, the complexion's way off too. Like <laughs> the Apollo Creed one's much darker. <laughs> um so those look like to be coming soon. Um 
And then uh, this is what I'm really excited about because because I've gotten her in every oh, yeah. incarnation, the Jedi hunter or a sing. So oh, she'll awesome. be dope. No pictures yet or anything. Uh, it says Clone Wars subgroup of figures, but whatever the case, I hope we get her in her alternate black outfit. Maybe I haven't. Maybe I missed that black outfit. Is that later in the season, Peter? No idea. <laughs> That's from the uh, I missed Dominatrix. It too. The Dominatrix scene. You missed that part. <laughs> There's no sex in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Peach Keen says, I uh, wish we could get a better look at the Darksaber. That would be good. Uh, Bringalizer says, Grief looks like he went uh, 12 rounds with Rocky. Uh, <laughs> and I just noticed the private chat. So here, oh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Can I can I tell people, Cliff? That, that <laughs> yes, that's that's fine. <laughs> Cliff turned off his video because he has a stomach ache and he's lying on the ground as we talk. <laughs> <laughs> My camera is pretty much off. The sun's going down, so I'm losing light quickly. The only thing lighting me up here is my monitors. <laughs> So as uh, we go to a brighter screen, <laughs> so you guys only get to look at me then. All show, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a star. guys, just put scrap the YouTube. Listen to the audio only version. Now. <laughs> um, let's see uh, more hot toys, Mandalorian figs coming as well. This load here uh, again, Moff Gideon. These are just a teaser. Now that looks dope. Um, obviously, that's uh, that's kind of a photoshopped up in there. But um, and then uh, I think just an excuse to release a sand trooper, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they pretty much looked exactly like they looked in Star Wars. So, God, I could not imagine. I could not imagine being like, I'm getting all the hot toys, you know, and then most hot toys collectors do Marvel and Star Wars and all that. It's crazy. Um, Razor Crest postmortem. So this thing just went batshit crazy. I mean, just like Brinkalizer's charts have always shown that that last day that FOMO kicks in, right? Mm-hmm. I, I ordered mine with like about three hours left. I think Cliff, you said you got in like thirty minutes before on yours. Oh no, I, it was a few days. It was it was after the end of the second episode of season two of The Mandalorian. I was just I was like, I fucking love this ship. I'm buying this. <laughs> I agree, dude. That that and I watched it that day. That's why I was like, okay. This thing's dope. It's bouncing around snow caves. It's like perfect marketing strategy for you. As soon as that episode ended, I went to Hasbro Pulse and bought it. As soon as it ended. (laughs) So um, uh, let me get back to the chat here. I stayed in in the public chat. Uh, Let's see. Oh, KJ Smith has his first hot toy coming, and it's the Mando tomorrow. That's awesome. Congrats. Uh, let's see. Um, I did the math on this, and all, and I already forgot it because I'm drinking. Uh, but 
we're going to round here and say 29,000 backers at 350 bucks a piece. They made $10,150,000 or they sold. I, that's not what they made. That's their gross. Right, right. $10,150,000 on this Kickstarter, for lack of a better word, if you're going to call it Kleenex or whatever, you know. Um, crazy. Yeah. And, and <laughs> they, they talked about it in, in, in one of those Mando Mondays, and they're like, we scrambled to try to figure out stretch goals. It's like, <laughs> Dude, yes, like, yes. you know how it's popular all, it's all in the parag- paragram. Like in, it's in the, it's all written. They already projected everything. Yeah, and it, it's only up to unlock number five, and it just BS the way the rest. Of it, you know, yeah, I'm, exactly. It, uh, I'm just so unhappy about unlock number one tier. That should have just been given. That should be already back, like a part of it. If yeah. they give us a part of that, we have another tier that they can give us something you know, different. And, and I, even though they don't matter to me whatsoever during that, that live show where they were talking about it, there's this one dude that was just spamming the chat. (laughs) Add lights and sounds immediately. (laughs) This guy just every two minutes would fucking post that same thing. Add lights and sounds to this immediately. Can I vote for that man? (laughs) President? So I can feel it again. I I could I could really give a shit, but uh, I mean that's what people want to see. Brinkalizer says eighty two hundred people on the last day. Yeah, that's crazy. This is the uh, highest backing, you know, project. Most, like in, yeah. In past lab, so yeah. what I think is interesting is the thing that Peter posted in the group about how people are flipping them already. And that people oh, are already yeah. paying how much more? It's like you just it just ended the pre-order. Yeah, you, you didn't uh, want to pay three seventy-five, and then you'll pay seven hundred. How stupid! Wait, are you? wait. I'll, I'll explain that. Um, there's a uh, international base fan that they couldn't oh, okay. this. Yeah, and this is their uh, only choice. It's very sad for those people. But All right, you know what? I, I take back what I said. That makes more sense. <laughs> Brock, say, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, international fans. You're not stupid. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to this, join our group. We are more than happy to help out international fans here. Hey, I actually have a lot of international fans. I looked on that uh, that YouTube. There's an app now. You can see where the creator things. <laughs> Apparently, I'm big in Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> Flatulence is, is worldwide, Rock. It sure is. Oh. And it may not be allowed there. It may be taboo. So Ooh. that's why you're more popular. Maybe that's why. Or look at this American right? just flatulating anytime he wants on camera. Look at him farting on the infidels in the store. <laughs> but you know, Didn't know Schwarzenegger was Egyptian. <laughs> yeah, that was a little more Austrian than Egyptian. <laughs> uh, should I do it in the voice from the movie my son chose to watch on his birthday? Whenever you oh. give a 13 year old a remote, you're really playing Russian roulette. He put on America World Police. Oh, he yeah. woke up. Team America down, World Police. Team America World. <laughs> he he came down the stairs this morning going America 
fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And then, and then my wife goes, what do you want for breakfast this morning? And he goes, Durka, 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 mini muffins, Durka, Durka. And I was like, oh, my God. I always, the, the line we always quote from that movie is, Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Oh, we've been doing that all day. But uh, yeah, but getting back to it, yeah, I didn't realize the international, Peter. You made a really good point that uh, that makes sense now because I couldn't figure why these people would be willing to pay double when it just ended. But now I, I get right. it. But you know what I want to make uh, <clears throat> a statement is that uh, a lot of people out there do. I, I seen a few of them out there. They're saying they're having regrets, but don't because Hasbro has sent you guys an email saying that you can cancel it before December something. There's a date there. Yeah, you there. have like a month. So yeah, but I highly doubt you want to because it's you. Know, you can look if you have any regrets, you can flip it and sell it and make a huge amount of money. So. Well, that's um, what's crazy is your people that are quote pre-ordering this on eBay. Like mm-hmm. you are just trusting that somebody's going to send that to you in a year. You know, like you won't have any recourse. There won't be any way for you to get your money back. Nothing like that. You're just sending somebody eight hundred bucks and saying, "I hope you send it to me." You know. So. Hey, speaking of eBay, uh, you guys all selling stuff. Are you guys with the new eBay payments um, thing that they're doing, like that that you can bypass PayPal? No. Yeah, I had to, I had to give my checking account number. Yeah. And not for nothing, I'm not going to lie. I have not sold an item on eBay in a month and a half. Oh, wow. Oh, it wow. is completely dead. I don't know what happened. Well, um, no, no, it's no. Finalized, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I don't know. It, I mean, zero action. I got That's nothing good. is selling at all for me. Um, and so what happened is um, PayPal gives you 120 days. Am I correct, Rock? That you know you can like ask for a refund or whatever, right? Yeah, at least 90 days 100, or 120 something like that. 120 yeah. days, yeah. But now that we have eBay with the payment plan, I wonder if we can make extension, like you know, longer, you know, like maybe six months or more. Yeah. So that would help these customers who's buying a like Razor Quest, or you know, but at least extend it a little longer. Uh, I know credit card does it for one year. <laughs> so uh, Brian says uh, he is he's been tracking the Sentinel that the uh, backer count dwindled down about five hundred and fifty backers. So they must have allowed people to pull out of that one as well so that's interesting may maybe canceled you know or oh, oh we lost slick eh, good way to just kidding <laughs> yeah. even so, that uh, that sentinel i believe is selling for three times the price it originally was oh, wow. suggested at yeah oh well, you I, know what? I, listened, I listened to Go another ahead. podcast and the guy was just regretting uh he missed out on it okay. he said now he's not willing to pay a thousand dollars for it Oh, wow. That's crazy. Sorry. I know. R- wrong I back know. button. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rock. You were saying somebody missed out on the on, – is the Sentinel going for Yeah, the Sentinel. Is a, he has another podcast. Listen to a wrestling podcast. And one of the guys got into collecting Marvel Legends. And he just missed out on the Sentinel. And he said the Sentinel is now selling for $1,000. Jesus. Freaking crazy. 
All right. Uh, let's get into statues. Boo. But actually, I'm not saying that bad. <laughs> Face looks awful. And again, these are only like 55 bucks statues. The Destro looks dope. I like the Destro. Are these the ones at GameStop? I don't know. I don't know if GameStop carries these. They're on Pulse. Pulse is, these are the pop culture collectibles or something like that. Uh, I found Snake Eye at GameStop. Pop culture shock. Oh, really? One of those? Oh, I think, yeah, you're actually right. Because I I was... There's a uh, Castlevania Dracula statue that I wanted to get. And it was like, buy one statue, get one free or something like that. And wow, I, I literally couldn't find another statue I wanted to buy. Because <laughs> all I want is that fucking Dracula. Um, yeah, Wrinkleizer, 550 screaming wives. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the credit card statement came in within that month. <laughs> um all right third party chicken fried joe so we talk about uh the chicken fried or the dime store novels it's by chicken fried toys um this is their new um uh, uh calvary set so we talked about this previously but joe rhino on the group he also has a Facebook page or Facebook page, uh, YouTube. So go uh, follow him there. I believe that he pledged this $1,000 for I'm the star of this show included in this limited package is the opportunity to have your likeness portrait added to a figure in this campaign and a package of the first four. I'll pick my own blah, blah, blah. Uh, you'll receive four resin hard copies of your likeness, as well as at least one test shot tooling sample of the same. And once manufactured, it, manufacturing is complete, five mint on sealed copies of the figure with your likeness on it. That's awesome. So, yeah. And that's this is one of the most reasonable priced ones I've seen, because a lot of times they're like $10,000 for them. Um, and what's cool is they allowed 12 backers too. So a lot of times it's like one or three at the most. So that would be a dope homage for Joe. Like, I, you know, if anybody follows Joe, you know, he's, he's going through a lot of stuff health wise. And so I'm really happy that this got funded and I'm happy that he got in at that, uh, at that, uh, backing level as well. And I, I, for one, it, I can't wait to add a Joe Rhino figure to my, to my pre-order. So, um, no, it's definitely a great thing. And, you know, I, I wish, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, thoughts and prayers for Joe. He's really been fighting cancer for a long time. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I hope he, you know, stays with us as long as he can and keeps up the good fight. He's a good guy. One of the good yeah. members of the community. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah, I never got to I, I don't think I reported in what what I got, but I got my first wrestling tee, my pro wrestling tee, and it was Joe Rhino's. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, I got one of his and it's uh it's uh blue and orange. So 
the only thing it really matches in my wardrobe is my Knicks hat. So whenever I, whenever I go, the Knicks play the Nuggets here in Denver once a year. So I get to go to a Knicks game once a year. And so every time I go to that Knicks game, I'll be wearing Joe's shirt. And it'll remind me of him. So I I, I love it. I love it. And really good quality, those. Uh, it, it's a site, right? Pro wrestling. Team yeah, they make nice like soft that. t-shirts. Yeah. Did you get the yeah, soft it, one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Exclusive Ultimates Glow in the Dark Mumra. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Like, are you just so bored that you need to get something? I'm not a big. I love glow in the dark stuff, but he's more yeah. expensive. He has like next to no paint apps on him because you know, can't re- glow in the dark is a huge comeback this year. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, did yeah. you get the glow in the dark alien because it was glow in the dark? I, I did get that. That is that is <laughs> one just because uh, I always felt the movie poster really lent itself to glow in the dark, and when True. the packaging and and I do have to admit I do dig that the packaging has glow in the dark on this as well. That's probably my favorite part of it. But the sculpt just looks so soft. You know, because there's no wash on it or anything. And I get a wash will fuck up the glow in the dark. It won't be as bright. But I think it could also add some dimension to it, too. But um, but there's that for people that are Thundercat fanatics. Uh, Dr. Wu Beachcomber. So it looks like Dr. Wu's really going to make this a line. These little uh, two... What's four and a half centimeters? That's two and a half inches, right, Peter? Uh, maybe, yeah. Do you know? Oh, you're too Americanized. Yeah, you, I you've am. You've forgotten your metric roots. Oh, <laughs> 1.75 inches. Oh, because it's a mini bot compared to the Galvatron and the and the other one we've seen. So, so not a world's smallest. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Um, oh, I didn't even see this. They've also teased, uh, oh, teased a prime with a trailer. Ah, now that might be a must buy. Uh, the, the beachcomber looks good. Uh, I'm, I'm not a huge beachcomber fan, um, but looks super detailed for something of that size. Uh, one thing I'm glad I didn't order the monitor officer because it looks like that's not actually sound wave. It's going to be sound blaster. So he's actually painted black with the purple window. And, and I was reading the comments and it does, it makes sense is they're showing him off with Scorponok here. And when Scorponok was around, it was sound blaster sound wave wasn't around anymore. When, when they brought in Scorponok and the cartoons, at least. So, but I'm glad I didn't pre-order this guy because I don't like Sound Blaster or I don't collect Sound Blaster. Not that I don't like them, but. Um, so, yeah, I mean, those are really cool figures. Again, I just can't do it. 30 bucks. It just seems 20 bucks, 20 bucks. I'm, I'm all in on them, you know, but 30 bucks is just way too much for that scale. Um, here's something for Mark Haddock. Uh, 
he always wants us to include more Lego news. And I've, and I've got another Lego news after this, but uh, Lego announces the Roman Coliseum. And I got to tell you, it's super detailed and all, but this just looks like one of the most boring builds I've ever seen. (laughs) It's like, here, build this one section Uh, and repeat 85 times. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Maybe you're a huge, you know, Gladiator fan or something like that. Here's a a modern day shot of it with it again super can you imagine the kid yeah. that gets that as a gift <laughs> and like, oh oh hi oh great wow roman coliseum wow this is, <laughs> this is fantastic yeah this is definitely an adult want to trade gifts <laughs> <laughs> i'll give you a fruit cake for it <laughs> now what looks even cooler is this micro build of the razor crest over here oh, um but yeah i uh that that's a rough one uh but what i did want to show off we talked about this uh this thing launched uh in the middle of the night on saturday night sold out like immediately uh, both available on Amazon and Lego.com. This was supposed to be a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Only 40 bucks. It's the Nebulon B frigate. Look, okay, that's way too Photoshopped. Okay, there we go. Uh, looks absolutely amazing, and I'm so fucking pissed off that I missed it. Okay, here's a second chance, okay, for those who missed this thing um there's no special pieces in here mm-hmm. i do have the pdf instruction to this thing if you want it hit me up i'll send you that file and go ahead and buy all the pieces that you need you can build this thing. yeah i was reading somewhere was saying uh um if you piece it all together it'll be about 50 bucks if you go through Bricklink nice. and, and and do all the individual pieces so I do appreciate that they didn't put any custom pieces on it because I might actually do that. I love these micro builds and to have a big micro build is super fun in my opinion. But um, All right. Uh, next up, uh, classified accessories. Talking, uh, speaking about overpriced stuff. Uh, so this is a Serpent Leader accessory set. Um, let's see if I can just blow this up. Oh, all right. Let me turn the volume off. That might get us kicked off YouTube, but, um, two alternate heads, two piss or a pistol and a scepter, um, looks really good. These are, it's done by a small guy, um, uh, 3D Printing Forge. So it looks really cool. Uh, Bobby Skullface did a review of these. And the, the crazy thing is... I uh, cancel. I don't want to see that. Um, whoa. Yeah, that's definitely going to get us kicked off. Is that, uh, is that a music video of Creed? I don't know what that was. <laughs> With arms wide open. <laughs> um, the crazy thing about this... It, and and Bobby addressed this in the review is 
this thing doesn't actually like snap onto the ball peg. It just sits on top of the neck joint. So it's, it's really kind of interesting. Uh, and uh, I, I really thought I wanted it, you know, because we have the, we have the variant Cobra commander, which is the light blue with the battle helmet. So the dark blue one lends itself perfectly to a masked Cobra commander um, but these two heads, a gun and a scepter, are fifty bucks unpainted and a hundred dollars painted. So I was just like, oh nope, uh, I'm done with that. And uh there's been there's been a few things like this throne that's behind him. I don't know if it's done by the same dudes, but this throne is like 40, 50 bucks. Um so I I get it. You know, these are small companies doing this, but this takes a lot of fucking, a lot of interest to want to put out that kind of money. Um, wow. Okay. Uh, Brinkleiser says they painted one on the Shelf Gravy podcast or, or stream a few weeks ago, and it took about a couple hours to paint. Yeah, and I could see that. I mean, with the, you got the flesh tones. I, I have it paused here on this one. Um, but the the other head is really cool, too. The other head is where the it's the whole cobra symbol over the face mask. And I really, uh, oh, oh, the throne's done. And KJ Smith said he won the throne. That's dope. Hell yeah. So, like I say, good up on people doing these things. I just wish they were a little bit more reasonably priced. So, um, no store report. Nothing really popping up that I saw. Um, online, Amazon exclusive Botropolis uh, rescue mission. So, uh, more repaints here. Um, and, and I guess this is kind of cool. I, I just don't kind of dig this whole like base, you know, base building thing that they're doing with a lot of these guys. Um, I don't know anybody, any, anybody else. Uh, oh, KJ says he said he won the head. Um, oh, he won the head that was painted on shelf gravy. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, oh, that must have been what Brian Brink meant by we was <laughs> KJ Smith. Um, but uh, this Botropolis, I, I mean, it's cool. I like that it's a little like mini set. I like that the uh, space shuttle has like a booster rocket and stuff like that, but I, again, this is an Amazon exclusive, sixty bucks. I just, I just can't do it. I can't, I can't do it. Um, Studio Series Cybertron Starscream. I was really excited for this. And did we talk about this on the last show? I couldn't remember if it was out yet. I don't think it was. Um, I don't think we did. No. Okay, so again, this is from the Bumblebee movie Cybertron scene. Uh, looks really cool until you get to that. 
and I went and looked at screenshots, and this is actually screen accurate, this big thing that's coming out of the bottom of him. Uh, I might get it just to keep him in bot mode, but I was like, what the hell is this? But it is it is screen accurate. But that's just me. I'm a I'm a Starscream collector. I'm sure nobody wants that ugly thing if they're not a Starscream collector. Uh, new one twelve scale uh, Tantive Four Star Wars dioramas. This is not in third party because this is officially licensed. Um, this is done by Spacewalls.net. They did a lot of stuff that was unlicensed for a long time. Um, but they actually have a license to do this. And it looks good. Cliff, any interest in this? You do a little bit more displaying and more proper proper setups than I do. I just kind of stick shit on a shelf. Yeah, probably not. Not for the Black Series. I don't really know where my Black Series is right now. It's, I don't know. <laughs> like, first it was I was buying Troopers, and then I was buying Han Solos, and then, like, I don't even know what... <laughs> My my Black Series collection looks like right now. (laughs) (laughs) And this thing is three feet long, nine inches tall, ten inches deep. uh, Three inch deep top shelf. Oh, that must just be the top. Um, Now, if I remember these, I think we talked about this when they first announced this. And I think it's like ridiculously priced, if I remember if their website will come up. Well, if the three three quarter one is fifty bucks, yeah, that's got to. I bet it's gonna be like a hundred and a quarter minimum. I if I remember, yeah, hundred and eighty dollars for that. So, so definitely fun. not for me. <laughs> <In the past>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the and the that. bad part too, it, it's so big, it does it won't fit in a detail. Yeah, because it's. <laughs> Yeah, three feet long. I mean, I don't think I have. I don't think I have a surface in my room that is three feet long. It wouldn't fit in a bookshelf either. I'm looking yeah. at my bookshelf. It's it's not thirty six inches wide. Yeah, that's crazy. More than it says, it can display more than thirty figures at a time. Uh, oh, it, it, for Peter, it's got blinking LEDs. That's kind of cool. There you go. Cool, but no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a white background, $480 plus tax and shipping. No, no. No, see, like, 112 scale, it's, when you get to that scale, everything just takes up so much space, and I, yeah. I'd rather not. And that's why the vintage collection line is so great. It's it's 118 scale. Everything scales down, and then that's great. I can have it all on my desk. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Even uh, even that bareness bike is a little bit bit like anything that anything beyond the six inch. Like I can get with the Wampa, um, even the speeder bike I can get with at at one twelfth scale because it's so skinny. You know, it's it's like this little rod kind of thing but did, did anybody pick up the snow speeder that's one of the mid, mid-tiers size no no, I no you see yet. yeah it, it is too big and i love the detail but i don't have the space yeah i mean to me to me anything that big 
needs to come with a stand that will set it above other six inch figures. Like to me that that's super important, right? Like it, if it could come with a stand that was seven inches tall, then you could line up all kinds of Hoth figures underneath it and shit, you know, and, and free up a little shelf space, but. Flightstand.com. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Not, not a sponsor, but you know. <laughs> no, I, I feel you. Um, Let's see. Oh, Mac. One more. Uh, Golden Lagoon US release. This kind of shocked me. Um, so everybody knows Takara Tomi did uh, Golden Lagoon releases over the last like three years or something. And, and I really wanted to bite on it. I like the episode. I like how they do goofy repaints like this. Um, so we have an MP10 Optimus Prime, right? I'm sure it's not 44. Yeah, MP10. Um, you get um, a Unite Warrior Starscream mold. Uh, and then not Unite, what was it? Uh, Titans Return of uh, Perceptor, Beachcomber, and Sea Spray. And I love Sea Spray. And then as well as... Uh, uh, the Titans Return uh, Soundwave, which isn't my favorite mold of them, but it's still a Soundwave. And so this U.S. release is the exact same price as the fucking Takara Tomy ones were, like through TF Source and Big Bad Toy Store, and they all sold out. I'm like, these things were on sale at TF Source for about a year and, and were still available, and they sold out like instantly when they hit pulse so i don't know the the transformers fandom is seems to be a very fickle weird uh community (laughs) yeah um because i was like oh shit i'll finally get that three pack because i can't imagine that'd be more than sixty dollars and of course it was it was still ninety dollars for the three pack um i don't even know let's see let's go take a look at pulse and see if anything's last i i oh god damn it this stupid pulse site has probably gotten a huge jump in uh traffic since hasbro pulse hasbro pulse launched um let's see golden let's see what's still available here uh, like I say, you can still get the Prime, 180 bucks, no trailer, no nothing. Uh, yeah, the three pack sold out at 90. The Starscream sold out at 45 dollars for a fucking uh, Warrior a Deluxe. Yeah, and fucking Soundwave, a 50 dollar leader at 140. Insane. People are fucking crazy. But anywho, not to uh, talk shit if anybody listening ordered that. <laughs> <laughs> to each their own, I guess. <laughs> um, Walmart Headmasters went up for pre-order. And, and I'm kind of like with you guys, I don't know if I got a pre-order in for this. They're all now sold out. 
Um, so these were the headmasters coming in the original G1 packaging. Yet there they had, they're the uh, modern headmasters releases of these. Right, I, I know we talked about these before. Rock, were you getting any of these? I I know you probably weren't pre-ordering, but if you saw them in store, yeah, I definitely interested. I think it was Ratbat. You know, I would I, the I, I mind like wipe. Yeah, that one. It looks like that one. I I mm-hmm. like finished packaging. So first of all, if I see them, it'll be a miracle. But if I do, I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah, because you never go to Walmart. <laughs> well, I don't go to Walmart. Number one and number two, my my lovely track record of getting my pre-orders or if i do get a pre-order and not being just absolutely damaged so that means i'll be buying them on ebay in a few months long story short yeah that's what i'll be doing (laughs) what drives me nuts is uh uh so i collect i collect four headmasters it's it's hard head mind wipe brainstorm and uh and skull cruncher and of course they throw Chrome Dome in here. So you have three Autobots and one Decepticon. I'm like, really? You couldn't put two Autobots, two Decepticons, because they would have chose Skull Cruncher, but whatever. So I'll be buying three of the four. Again, like you say, I don't even know if I got a pre-order in. It's been so long since I've gone through my orders email folder that I do. Uh, but Considering I go to Walmarts, like I go to like five Walmarts every other week, I will probably see these. And I don't think there's going to be, I don't think there's going to be a lot of nostalgia associated with these. It might be in G1 packaging, but I don't think your average consumer is going to be like, oh yeah, I remember the Headmasters, you know, those were my guys, you know. Kind of do, you, do you know what the retail is on these? Um, I don't. Let's see. It'll show us if we click through. I say twenty five bucks. Whoa! Oh wow, that wouldn't be bad. Whoa! That's that's when I did the show notes. Oh, twenty bucks. Wow. Even better. Yeah, regular fucking deluxe deluxe pricing on that shit. But that's a, that's of course, a surprise. yeah. Yeah, of course, all out of stock, but oh well. All right, um, what we got, Rock? What you got? Okay, so funny story. We we're just talking about the Walmart. My all my pre-orders getting canceled. I'm on eBay and I find a guy selling an off striker because mine got canceled. And I look, and he lives about 20 miles away from me. So I I send him a message. I'm like, hey. Instead of doing shipping, do you have local pickup? So the guy sends me through code, his cell phone number. Call the guy up. I go to his house. He's also selling the GW acrylics that I put my uh, the real good figures in. I go to his house, and Jason, this guy does what you would love to do. He had a room in his house. He's an Entertainment Earth distributor. He had a room in his house the size of my man cave. That was boxes upon boxes of Star Wars figures. (laughs) He had two of the new Millennium Falcon. Then when I was there, he was trying to upsell me. He's like, so what do you collect? (laughs) He had, uh, I almost bought a vintage style um, Slave One. He told me to do it for $115, where I think it's like $129 online, plus tax, plus shipping. I think it's $150. 
Yeah, he was going to give me. I think the MSRP was one fifty. But go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no, no. He said he would give it to me for one fifteen. Crazy. He had the Hoth Wampa in the the San Diego Comic Con style. He had he had so much stuff; it was incredible. But he had every Mandalorian six inch figure, carbonized every. I mean, and it was packed from floor to ceiling. But the main reason why I went there was. I had to get some acrylics because I finally got my, look at this. Ooh, look at that. Straight arm? Straight arm, but wait to hear this one. The guy I bought it from, kind of a dick. I said, do me a favor. <laughs> can you pack it? Can you pack it really carefully? He wrapped it in bubble wrap and threw it in the most oversized priority mailbox. So by the time I got it, it was rubbing in the package. So Ed oh. Art knows the story. If you look at my Scarlet, it looks like she's got nipples. I'm gonna try oh, to get the... I remember seeing that post. Look yeah. at it. It looks like she's got nipples on her titties. <laughs> so Which I... is not funny because it's paint rub. But <laughs> So I thought I had this super rare variant. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Nobody must know about this. This must be a running change. And I look like such an asshole because... People are like, oh, no, look at her nose. Her nose has a little bit of a paint rub. But if you do look at it, you see these two little bumps. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they and they look molded. <laughs> and so apparently when the guy shipped it, it must have been like this, rubbing the entire time. But you know what? I didn't open up a case on eBay. If I told you what I paid for this and what they go for, I can't complain. I mean, I got this for 338 when they normally nice. sell for seven and change. Yeah. So now I only need a Cobra officer straight arm to complete the straight arm run. Nice. Oh, yeah, dude. So that's my what? big get. And I think I, when I saw the pictures, I was like, oh, yeah, that looks good. I like that better. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, and some of the people just put some real questions. Like, oh, maybe it was cold. Maybe it was this. I mean, I look so stupid, but... But I bought a at, at what was it Baltimore Comic Con a couple of years ago. I bought a Faker mint on card, and it was a rare variant because he had Skeletor's arms. That in the factory when they were making them, they ran out of the first ones. They ended up using Skeletor's arms, and then they switched. So I thought maybe I had a rare variant. What what do I know? I guess uh, I was thinking too much outside the box. I thought I had the rare. It's baby. It's cold outside. Uh, nipple titty barrier. Well, but. to me, to me, the most important thing about your collection is is the stories behind it, right? Yeah, you know. So to me, it actually added value to have this story, right? Yeah, I mean, and it's I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, the only it thing is, amazing. the only bad part was is um, somebody tried to take the the price sticker off. But I mean, it's it'll probably grade a AFA seventy, maybe maybe seventy five. It's definitely not an eighty, but it's still a grade pretty high. O rings intact, the litho's good, no tears, but just a price sticker. So yeah. I'm happy. Like I said, I've been trying to buy, you know, save up and try to just now. I'm just being more patient because nothing's selling on eBay. My free money. Has completely ran out. So, oh, no. Well, nothing, no, you, nothing's selling at all. I mean, and I have yeah. things priced well, but just 
I think maybe with the election, no stimulus, people getting frantic, and I think just nothing selling. I don't know about you guys out there, but I'm dry as can be. So I gotta make my I gotta make my purchases count. <laughs> well, and that sucks because I was like, I need to get on this uh, gravy train of the fucking <laughs> everybody buying stuff, and now I'm like, oh, that sucks. People have, have you, stopped buying have, stuff. Have you attempted <laughs> to start selling all those Star Wars figures yet? No, okay. haven't even. My we're uh, we're like entering. Uh, we're we're starting our investor round of funding with the startup that I'm working oh, on. That's and great. So yeah, it's good. It's just keeping me mad, fucking busy. Well, that's more so, important than selling those I've figures had anyway. No time. Yeah, you know, and it it sucks because I got to put in pretty much a full time job. On even if we get investment dollars, I wouldn't see anything from it for nine to twelve months, which sucks ass. But it's what we got to do. You know, it, it could make me a millionaire one day. So remember that, everybody. <laughs> hey, if I'm a millionaire, I I will just start randomly uh, posting giveaways in the group, just like who wants this? It's free. <laughs> Um, Cliff, what about you? You got anything good? You feeling um, a little bit better? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Back up off the floor, back up <laughs> at the table. I don't know what's going on. Um, no, I didn't get much this week. I got the Punisher motorcycle, uh, Marvel Legends two pack, the one that comes with the Punisher and the motorcycle. Nice, nice. Uh, that's that's actually a really impressive figure. That Punisher figure is kind of cool. Um, I got uh, the uh, Star Booster Armor Iron Man Marvel Legends from the Gameverse. Uh huh. It's like the white and gold uh, space armor. Looks pretty cool. Um, and then I think I got the uh, the Superman Dark Side two pack from Spin Master. Uh, oh, nice. I haven't seen that. Is that an exclusive or just something that's just showing up now? Well, it, apparently it was only available on Walmart.com, uh, but it was always sold out. But it it popped up on Amazon for like fifteen bucks, so I just bought it. The the uh-huh. Aquaman Black Manta one's still twenty five, so I don't have Jesus. that one yet. I always dug Black Manta back from a uh, Super Friends day. Yeah, he's got the, the, the helmet is just so awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. They did a good job of it in Aquaman too. Yeah, that's one of the best uh, <laughs> translations. They're like, we're just going to yeah. make it exactly like it looks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, shit. Um, all right. Anything else? Nope, that's it. It was pretty pretty low-key a uh, couple weeks. Sweet. I, I know uh, Peach Keen, I actually uh, just took him some things over to his house last week and uh, it reminded me that he's a big punisher collector do you have that uh do you have that motorcycle pack yet i i didn't i didn't think i saw it because i was looking at his stuff and i was like i was like i think that's what's missing from he has his own little section of punisher figures and i think that was missing from it because that's relatively new right uh, yeah, I think so. I just I just saw it at Target, and I just I liked the figure in the pack so much. It's probably my favorite of all the Marvel Legend Punishers. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I'm getting rid of this stuff. Let me uh, exit the solo layout. Triple uh, A, what about you? 
you, uh, I, I shouldn't say, did you pick up anything? I should say, what did you pick up? And he did put in the private chat that he was having to take dishes. To oh, the, I'm back. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to unmute. I was like, I was just talking. I was like, what's going on? Uh, yeah. Um, I got a few things in, um, some pre-order came in, came in from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rubbing on rock face. Yeah, <laughs> <I love it>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got my All Striker. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> even even uh, what Rock ordered. <laughs> and um, I got the Baroness that came in. Uh, that came in. And um, what else? Uh, I found these in the store. Uh, the Nano Jetta, um G.I. Joe Micro. Rides, so I found. Oh, the vehicles! Yeah, yeah, I like those. Yeah, I bought two of those. Like, trying to find another pack, but um, no luck. But uh, I, yeah, I'll, I'll I've find been, them. I've I've been looking for you because when I first got them, you're like, oh, I need those, and yeah, I haven't been able to find them since. Wow. Well, I'm pretty sure they will stop soon. Yeah. Um, and I got the DC Doomsday figure. You know, I don't know anything about DC. I just thought that's like big chunk of plastic, and dang, I want to buy that. <laughs> it's pretty heavy, you know. It's a very bulky, beefy guy. So, um, then I got the Obi Wan Kenobi Attack of the Clone Episode Two, um, um, Ben. So you know, or Kenobi. <laughs> um, the yeah, vintage it, collection one or the oh, black sorry. series one? Black series one, yeah. The black series, oh, okay. one. yeah. The one he looks like. Jesus Christ. So. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, and then I found the, I think it's Jada. Yeah, it is Jada by Jada. Um, the Scooby-Doo Mystery Machine in the 124 scale. Uh, I think it's 124. Yeah, it's the bigger one. So um, pretty cool. Comes with um, Scooby and Shaggy. So, um, And then I got the Halo Warhog, the 118 scale. Um, sold the figure out of it. I just want the I just want the Warhawks. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see, like I put like uh, GI Joe uh, Resolute figures all in the vehicle. So um, yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, did some photos with that, and uh, and that's me. Hell yeah, yeah. I bought a. Uh, I bought. I I didn't want the vehicle. It was too big, but I bought uh, one of the Halo figures. Only ten bucks which is really good. Um, but they are, just so people know, the G.I. Joe figures looked great in your uh, pictorial spread you did, Peter. But Thank you. the the figures themselves are four and a half inch figures. So they, yeah. they yeah. stand a little bit taller than even modern Joes. Um, yeah. But I was glad to have it. it. It's been super fun. It's just been on my table and I've been posing mm -hmm. it. It's out in the living room. But what, what you can do is that driver's seat is actually for Master Chief, right? So mm -hmm. you look for the biggest, tallest G.I. Joe in your lineup. So you can think of like Roblox, Gunho. Oh, yeah. You know? that's good. So just think of like, you know, super tall, you know, guys and that will fit in that spot. And the rest of the seats, like the passenger and the back gunner, it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Anybody will fit in that. Hell yeah. Uh, KJ Smith says, Peter's voice is familiar. Did he do another show on YouTube? What was, I, I forget yeah. what it was called. Um, I just did a show with Ultrazilla. Uh, that was on Friday. 
and then no. um, oh, That's you mean right. uh, Toy Talk? Maybe Toy Talk is with Vince and Neats. Yeah, um, yeah, I did yeah. a couple of shows with those guys, and then I also did the Repack Podcast. Well, did we animate it? Which I talk about anime shows. That was back in the day. That's like a year ago. And then what was the one you did a long time ago, like K9 or whatever it was? They mostly, they did a lot of Gunpla and, and that kind of stuff, a lot of import stuff. Oh, oh you mean Type VP? Uh, yeah, VP. there you go. Yeah, that's his name of his channel. The show is called Toy Talk. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, let's see for me, um, here, let me, uh, oh, hey, let me do some solo here and let me turn on my light just so we can, you can see it. maybe this, oh God, put me on the spotlight here. Um, <laughs> let's see from Hasbro. I got the new, I don't know if I'm going to keep this. This is the new War for Cybertron mystery pack, which it's been spoiled what's in there. Um, but uh, I got that uh, from Pulse. They put up uh, they put up things that sold out, and so I was able to get the uh, what do they call this? The Camino Clone Trooper. So just love Gray, and he's dope. Um, I got this. This was meant to be a display piece because I wasn't going to take it out and play with it. But this is oh. how it came from Pulse. Hmm. Like, I oh. don't know if the box that. was just crushed and they just pulled it out of a crush. I mean, my box was fine. That Camino Trooper came in the same box. But this is just mangled. But it's the G2 handheld game. Um, so I know Pulse isn't one of those, you know, they're, they don't really stand behind mint packaging, but I'm going to be like, this was supposed to be a present. Would you give this to a kid, you know, kind of thing. So hopefully we'll see if, uh, if I can get another one of those shipped out. Um, I haven't opened them yet. But I got these, the fucking Diamond Select Star Wars figures. So the, so not six inch, seven inch Star Wars. <laughs> Can I ask you why? Yeah. Uh, just because I could. They cost me twenty bucks, <laughs> and I just wanted to see what the quality was. I'm, I'm not. I, I get a lot of Diamond Select stuff for like Hulk and that kind of shit, and I'm not overly enthused about the quality um but i just wanted to see this a brand new brand new company i also got the boba fett too so we'll see if i if i hate him i hate him um let's see oh this was probably my most happy find in the wild because i'd never seen these the black oh, hole figures that looks I, great I have never seen this thing is massive. Um, takes up the whole freaking box here. Uh, the Maximilian figure. Um, they also do a Vincent, but I think I want to do the the full Diamond Select one uh, because in that one, Vincent comes with uh, the broken one. What's his name? Any any black hole people oh. out there? I forgot. I can't. 
remember them. But anyways, it comes with the fucking broken down old one. Um, but the Maximilian was great at fucking, you know. Walgreens, right? Yeah, 17 bucks at Walgreens. Wow. So, yeah, my Walgreens is full of them. Are they? Yeah. Do they have? Well, like I say, I don't want the single Vincent. Does the single Vincent come with like any accessories to make it 17 bucks worth? Uh, that I don't know. I just I just see the black hole figures there when I'm there because uh, they also have the uh, the the uh, what the Rocketeer that doesn't have as many accessories. Yeah. Um, let's see. I got these guys, even though I was kind of like I think I'll just like if people order stuff from me, I'll just stick <laughs> some of them in there. But I got those little uh, Jada diecast ones. Super heavy. I mean, they're I mean, they're fucking crazy heavy, but I don't know. I like the I like the Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes, but that's maybe gonna if somebody that's going to put it, you over sixteen ounce. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This will probably add like two ounces to the package. Um, let's see what else. Everything else is out in the living room right now. But, uh, uh, oh, I got a trap jaw. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, Walmart pre order came through on that one, luckily. And then, um, I don't know if I talked about it on the last one, but I kind of wanted to talk about it now is um, I did get my uh, New Age and my Magic Square uh, sound waves and all their tapes in. Um, I've been meaning to post a picture of them because I opened them all up, did all the tapes, um, compared them with a Titan Master. Um, If you're at all on the fence about which one to go with if you want a legend scale the magic square blows the new age out of the fucking water like it is it is no comparison how much better the magic square legend sound wave and is and all the tapes like every single comparison of the tapes the the ravage is better than the new age ravage the laser beak is better than the new age Ra- laser beak they're all so much better so I really encourage you to uh, pick up the Magic Square ones. If if anyone's even caring about those or was on the fence, like I say, I, I even though I like both representations of them, I wish I wouldn't have gone down the New Age route whatsoever with those. I would have been more happy with just the Magic Square. So I just wanted to put that out there if there's any people uh any people even questioning that and i don't know if i i think i talked about these but i got the latest wave of the mega constructs uh triple a i found your evil lynn for you Thank if you. you haven't found her yet no i, I found che- none of them yet <laughs> i checked the eyes there were some googly eyed ones so i got <laughs> you the best set of eyes i could find Appreciate it sir <laughs> um but yeah I I think that's about it for what I got. Woo-hoo. So yeah, um, a lot of money spent by somebody that doesn't have a job. <laughs> so, 
Um, all right, let's get to listener feedback and questions. Uh, this is comes from Triple A. Uh, he says, uh, "What three toy lines in your collection um, are you most proud of?" Um, uh, he and again, I don't know why I'm quoting you because you're on the show, but uh, I didn't he know says, why I was here. <laughs> I just happened to make it. I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> he says, this is hard since I collect so many different lines. I would say uh, G.I. Joe collection, especially the Pursuit of Cobra line. Uh, Motu uh, classics uh, paid eBay prices <laughs> and love those figures <laughs> of vehicles. Uh, and then uh, Robot Spirits, Damashi Nation uh, version anime of by Bandai. I have about 85% of this line. Essentially, this is... The this is a Gundam action figure line. When I was living in Hong Kong City, Gundam is the only thing I played with as a kid. So this line speaks to me greatly. Um, so uh, Cliff, uh, your your uh, three toy lines that you're most proud of? Uh, probably my mask. Um, I really like yeah. my what. I was going to say, and, and how complete is it? Is it just cherry-picking, or is it Mask is complete. complete. Um, the first, I have everything in the first three series. Uh, the okay. only thing I don't have are the split seconds, the series four, um, which never showed up on the cartoon anyway, so yeah. I don't really have any attachment to those. But everything that was ever shown in the cartoons I have that they made. Nice. So the first three series. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. That's that's pretty much. I guess. What else am I uh, proud of? I mean, I got, I got some cops and crooks figures. I really like my buttons, McBoom Boom, and my uh, long arm figure. <laughs> nice. Those are in perfect condition. I love buttons, McBoom Boom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's got the best name ever. <laughs> I was going to say for people that didn't know, that was uh, my second choice after Slick McFavorite for my uh, really buttons big boom boom no but <laughs> it sounds <That's> awesome. good <laughs> yeah so i'm i'm proud of those i like the the vintage karate kid figures i have that i've posted pictures of for lotus mm, oh they're such um, good condition and then i think my my playmates star trek figures i love having i mean they're none nice. of them are worth anything but i have such a huge collection of them they made so many figures in that line that line, I'm awesome. Epic. Hell yeah. Uh, Rock, what about you? Well, I mean, you know me, I'm all vintage. So, I mean, I'm, how many people can say they have a full Kenner, you know, 77 figures all mint on card? So, I'm pretty yeah. proud of that. Yeah, like, not too many baller. people they could say they have right. that. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty proud of my G.I. Joe run. I mean, shit, over the last couple of years now, I'm like, I only look at G.I. Joe to me is like 82 to 88. Everything that came out after that, yeah, I don't count I that. Agree. But I'm like, I'm more than halfway done getting all those figures men on card. I just, I just don't have some of the heavy hitters like Firefly and Destro, Barons, a couple, you know, the 83 ones, which I'll be yeah. working on after the 82. But um, <laughs> I'm proud of that. And after that, it's a real toss-up because – I mean, I have a mix of everything after that. I mean, I'm proud of my LJN figures. I have my LJN wrestling figures. I have uh, almost the whole first wave mint on card. I got Hogan, which is autographed, Iron Sheik, Hillbilly Jim, and Big John Stud. 
The only one I don't have to complete the first series is um, Andre the Giant. Wow. So, I mean, that's not too bad. I think it's like a $300 figure. So, wouldn't be that bad to finish that run. But, yeah, it's a pretty hard run to get without dented bubbles, without being all cracked and all that and yellowed. And those figures are so heavy, they just make the, the cards separate. But that's what I'm yeah. pretty much proud of. Hell yeah. Cliff, I just noticed, are you uh, are you in your staycation suite? Yep, I am. My jacuzzi suite. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Is it a jacuzzi or is it one of those uh, hot tubs when you put hot water and it turns into egg drop soup? Uh, no, that is, that is a jacuzzi. Woo. <laughs> I watched uh, I watched two Friday the Thirteenth movies from the Jacuzzi on Friday Ooh, night. Oh, nice! Oh, wow! That's Which ones? Awesome. Uh, the Jacuzzi was uh, uh, five and six. Nice. Six is my, my... favorite one. It, one of yeah, the... me too. Yeah, six is you also mine. I, I, nice. I watched that movie when I was going through puberty. So there's that scene <laughs> where in the RV. And you're, doing it. Like, you're doing it to, trying to do it to the beat of the music and that was like that was like my porn when i was that age was and that's like, the only uh, one without that's the only sex scene without any nudity in the whole yeah. thing too which is funny because i also remember it vividly and uh, as an adult ah! i'm like why did i remember this there's no nudity. oh yeah i rewound rewound and played that one back a few times as a kid <laughs> yeah, six is my favorite movie. I think seven is my favorite Jason. Um, you know, but six is just the best. I love the little kids who don't want to be there and are constantly yeah. commenting on shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I watched uh I finally watched uh ten because uh, and ten is one of my fucking favorites just because of the sci-fi of it and all that kind of shit i i love ten. how they're on a spaceship hunting jason and no one turns on any lights yeah like in a spaceship <laughs> i'm sure there's lights somewhere <laughs> <laughs> hey cliff since you're such a horror fan this is the only time we get to talk about it um what is the deal with that and Nightmare on Elm Street? I heard they're both like an absolute limbo right now with lawsuits that you can't even make any more movies. Correct. So um, both of them are kind of in the same position. There's a copyright law that any any work for hire can revert back to the original writer after 35 years. Okay. So Victor Miller, who wrote the who wrote the first screenplay for Sean Cunningham as a work for hire is now trying to get the rights back. But yeah. it's 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 made very ugly right now because yes, he did write the first movie where Mrs. Voorhees was the killer, but adult hockey mask wearing Jason has nothing to do with any of that. And Jason yeah, is what the three series has become. Remember. Yeah. Okay, and do you have any insight on why there's no new Nightmare on Elm Streets? Same deal. Now, Nightmare on Elm Street came out in 1984. And in 2019, it hit 35 years for a work for hire. And uh, so Wes Craven's estate has applied to retain the rights back to that. So it's the same. It's the same deal. Wow. Crazy. Yeah, because Halloween had a new remake. I mean, well, it was a sequel. And they have another one that was supposed to come out. But those two have just been in, in limbo. So I figured you'd be the one to ask. I'd rather ask you than go Well, on what's cool? Google. What's cool about it, though, is, uh, you know, Friday the 13th Part 3, there's a character in that named Shelly. He's like the overweight prankster. Yeah, yeah, with the curly hair, the fro, yeah. 
So that guy's a lawyer now. His name is Larry Zerner. And he actually posts all the Friday the 13th uh, legal standings and explains what they mean to, to, to idiots like us. He's like, here's what the here's what they released. Here's what it means. So you should follow oh, him on Twitter. He's good. he's keeping everybody updated. Yeah, I'm good thing I'm gonna do that. That's pretty interesting. Well, thanks, Cliff. I appreciate that because I was kind of yeah, curious no on what was going on with that. So what Hell are you yeah. proud of, Jason? I'm kind of curious to hear. Before I go, we'll we'll talk about the chat. Brinkalizer saying his uh Diaclone reboot, which I know Triple A is a big fan of as well. Again, I don't have any connection to that, but the but the play value looks amazing. Uh, Brinkalizer is an Optimus Prime collector and has got one of the craziest Optimus Prime collections. And then uh, Figuarts MCU collection. I didn't know that. And uh, going back, uh, Vintage is Starcom. Um, and then uh, Peach Keen, uh, Motu Joe's and Marvel Legends. He really likes his uh, Marvel Yamaguchi and a few uh, Mezcos. And then uh, digging his uh, Popeye uh, 112 from Mezco as well. So um, for me, Soundwave and and his, well, Soundwave Blaster and the tapes is is pretty important to me. I've gotten almost everything again everything that i can relate to i I, i'm part of a a cassettes fucking uh facebook group and those people are insane like i mean they there's there's a hundred different variants of pre-transformer tapes out there and i don't go that deep um but uh i'm glad that i've got everything transformers and forward uh Tiger Force and Python Patrol. Like, I, I really zeroed in on those subgroups for Joe and have almost everything produced, including all the Black Major and all that kind of stuff. The only thing I'm missing is a couple club-exclusive Python Patrol things that are like $300 a figure and $600 a vehicle ones that I'm missing there. Um, but pretty proud of that. And then, God, there's just, I'm like, I am just so proud of everything I own. You know, I wouldn't (laughs) buy it if I wasn't happy with it. But looking around, I I mean, I guess my uh, Bruticus, I'm a, I'm a huge fucking combiner fan. And, uh, and once I was introduced to what, you know, what a focus collection might look like. I zeroed in on Bruticus. And so again, I don't have the uh, pre-transformer, the, the Diaclone. And and I don't even know if they're pre-transformer, but there's a, there's a super hard to find version of them that I don't have, but I pretty much have everything since then beyond uh, or excluding third-party stuff. Um, Bobby Skullface is also a big Bruticus fan, and so he always reminds me of all the third-party stuff I don't have, that I'm not going to pay $600 for a Bruticus, you know, for. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I dig it. I, I love it. Um, God, there, there's just so much that, that is a really difficult question, but I know thing is it's not the top two. It's the third. What's the yeah. third? That's the hard one. Cause you know, what yeah. the one and twos are the third yeah. one for me was like, yeah, I don't know. That was tough. Good question. Good question. Triple A. <laughs> All right, let's get into grab bag. Uh, first up, uh, let me start sharing my screen. I actually remembered. Hey, um, first up, Star Wars custom shirts. Uh, this one's been in the bag for a long time. Yeah, this was September 3rd that this was posted. Uh, but if you're a hipster, I guess these are kind of hipster y. Uh, these are kind of cool shirts. And I think this is talking about, um, like, you can design your own pattern, too. But, I mean, it's it's dope. Like, you know, if you're a fucking executive or whatever and you got cuff links, I mean, that would be a dope little cuff to have on your shirt. Uh, patterns look kind of cool, that kind of shit. But, again, we will pass that by because I would never wear any of those. Those aren't uh, fat guy friendly shirts. Let's be honest. <laughs> Those patterns aren't going to look well with react. Yeah, I, I just started Taekwondo up again, and, uh, and and I'm doing it on a volunteer basis with a with a special needs class. And uh, the new instructor, you're supposed to have your own unif- You're supposed to have the uniforms of the school that you're teaching in and all that kind of stuff. You mean a gi? And, uh, it, for Taekwondo, it's called a dobak. Oh, but okay. Yes, it, it, it is. A, it, it's the equivalent of a karate gi. Um, but uh, I, he, he's a super friendly guy, which I like. I come from a Taekwondo school that was super strict. And I had an instructor that made it fun. That's why I continued with it for so long. Um, but this guy's super relaxed. I'm like, can I just do a t-shirt? And he's like, oh, yeah. Um, but uh, it was one of those things where... Shit. Sorry. I just totally lost my train of thought. Talk about what kind of gi you can wear. And like you were talking about, was relaxed wear. Like you don't have to wear the gi. Dobak rock. Oh, that's right. That's right. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yes, and then, and then I was like, he's like, yeah, what size do you want? And I'm like, a 3X. And he's like, <laughs> you want you want three times large? And I was yeah. like, and, and he's, he's a Korean dude. Taekwondo is <laughs> Korean. And, and I'm like, yeah. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, Yes, and I kind of pointed at myself. I'm like, yes, that's what I want. And then later on, uh, he's like, I'm going to order it. And I, I literally had to say, now, you understand I want one shirt that is 3X large, not three extra large shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and to make sure that he understood that. But anyways, oh. thank you. Totally lost my train of thought, but um, I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, I, I, you know what? That's good for you, though, because I've always wanted to learn jujitsu, but I feel like I'm too fat, too old, and too brittle to no, roll around dude. with some young, bearded-up, tattooed guy who's going to just fucking choke me out in a triangle or something. No way. I encourage anybody to get into martial arts. It is the most accepting, like, 
uh, most accepting, easiest to like downgrade to your physical ability. Again, I like I'm in there stretching my daughters in my class. My daughter's almost doing the splits and I can barely bend forward without splitting my pants and shit, you know, and and you just it, it's not a competition. It's it's not a competition against others. It's doing it's a competition against yourself. You know, it's just bettering yourself. So I encourage you, Rock, to get well, into you know, I watched it Blood Sport on, into it. Well, I watched Bloodsport on Netflix the other day while I was cooking. And like <laughs> one of my, my groin, favorites, man. I love Bloodsport. Yeah. yeah, my groin hurt for three days watching Frank Duke. <laughs> In that split, okay? And I'm just watching. Randy Jack to come in, and he's like, that hurts just looking at it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And that movie still holds up. I love Bloodsport. Like, Dude, when they're, when they're playing karate champ against one another, oh my god, that is nostalgia at its finest. The but. the best is uh, for years I would say to my wife when she tells me to do something, I go, "Okay, USA," <laughs> and she had no idea where that came from. And you know, it's always a sarcastic thing. And then I was watching, she's like, "That's where you get that stupid line from." I go, yeah, it's just a funny little stupid thing, but okay, USA. Ah. But good for uh, you, though. I'm glad you're doing some martial arts. I gotta get do something too, but uh, just just I gotta I gotta do it. Just gotta try to make nah. the effort. Nah, I know, I know. It, it's rough. Even even if you just do uh, uh, like a Saturday class, you know, just once a week. I I I I say do it. Um, let's see here. Uh, officially licensed Transformers electric folding bikes. So there you go. There, there you go, uh, Brinkalizer. There's a prime folding bike for you to put in your collection. Um, they fold up really small. That's impressive how small they are. When is that? I'm like, is say 43... It's like that looks like 30 double A batteries that are charging that shit. Um, nice. You can deliver your Uber Eats on those things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Put a little basket in the front. I'm digging it. Um, let's see. Uh, for Motu German movie book. Uh, going into a lot of detail in this book, uh, the biggest problem here, hey, that's a red and blue prime, Brian Brinkalizer. <laughs> uh, but this is from the uh, German magazine uh, putting out this movie book. Uh, but as you can tell by this promotion, it's all in German. <laughs> so it's the, you... the Scheiser magazine? Oh, it's Meister magazine. Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to try to read German. Does that Scheiser? Uh, is... My father-in-law, if anybody didn't know, Miss McFavorite is like almost 100% German. And her dad speaks fluent German. So um, he could probably read the book to me <laughs> if I needed him to. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but I just threw that in there because we didn't have anything else for grab bag. 
Um, oh, I said Henry Golden Owens up. Uh, let's see. In two separate interviews, Henry Golden discussed the Japanese influence into G- Snake Eyes G.I. Joe origins and his experience. He said, we had our own corners of the cinema because you need to go through the processes. You need to see it and test it and get a reaction and notes from everybody. I think the heart of the story really is who who Snake is and his journey as a person, really understanding his motivations. I can't give away too much, but really it focuses on one person instead of having 20 people on screen and understanding the background. We start from the beginning, and hopefully this launches an amazing franchise. He goes on to say, uh, Robert is is a huge Japanese cinephile. Everything from Akira to just the phenomenal spaghetti westerns of samurai movies. He is so hooked into the history, and we see some of some of those scenes. Uh, with some of the fight scenes, there are some uh, Chimbara sequences, Japanese sword fighting. A lot of attention to cultural detail was put into this movie. Uh, there are not a lot of movies that are allowed to film in Japan, and we went to some amazing, amazing places. The authenticity is there. Uh, let's see, opinions. All the producers of Paramount really listened to my opinion, the opinion of others, and I think that's why uh, this is going to be so special. It's definitely been a challenge in creating something fresh and new, but we definitely achieved that. Uh, going on here. Okay. I'm not going to read all this, but more quotes and everything. Again, this is just making me super psyched that this is just going to be basically, and Kill Bill is an homage to everything that he's referencing here, but this is just basically going to be a GI Joe Kill Bill. I'm, I'm super excited about it. An Americanized, uh, Japanese samurai slash karate flick. So Super juiced about that. Uh, anybody else grow up with uh, kung fu movies, samurai movies, all that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah, man. Channel 66. Back Hell in the yeah. day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in, uh, in wide New York City TV where I lived in Queens, and it was either Channel 5, 9, or 11. One would have, like, uh, Abbott and Costello movies. One would have Godzilla movies. And then it would be the, like Mets or Yankees, depending on time of year. And then they would also have uh, the Dubs, you know, who's going to fight? fight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me. Yeah, yeah I used right, to watch man. all that shit. Oh, yeah. Peter, what about you, sir? Had, oh, man. When, when, mean, did you, when did you move here, Peter, if you don't mind me asking? When I would say, I think it's 83. Okay. Yeah, and nah, man, we don't do the martial arts stuff. We don't watch any Kung Fu. We watch Dragon Ball Z, man. That's just it's real. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, you know me. You know we Asian will love uh, martial arts. Things. There's so many of them. So, and, uh, yeah. Now, now we have such a reverence for these because, like Cliff said and Rock said, is is back when before we even had cable. There were always like UHF channels that would have these kung fu movies on on 
Saturday afternoons after after cartoons and that kind of stuff. So I think that's where yeah. we got a lot of our exposure. Now, again, you would have been here for that time as well. But mm-hmm. do you remember anything like did, you know, did they have that back in the home country or were you exposed to that once you moved out here? Um, I think once I moved in America... The big thing was like uh, it was uh, Bruce Lee and um, Chuck Norris. <laughs> mm. Those two were pretty big. But um, then I've watched Van Damme and Steven Seagal and, <laughs> you know, the rest Jeff of Speakman. History, you know? so, yeah, Jeff, just... the perfect weapon. Chip <laughs> <laughs> so. Cotta. <laughs> and then Steven you know, Seagal. The, the, the true martial artists are like, like in Asia, or like Jet Li, you know, like yeah. Donnie Yen, and uh, and Jackie Chan was big, but you know, but we always see him. He's a he's a comedian, you know. Yeah. But he does a, his own stunt, you know. He's not really real martial. He don't hurt anybody. He just he's a clown, you know, in a way. But he used like oh, yeah. Drunken Master Man was one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> so now let's bring this all together, Cliff. Mm-hmm. Halloween eight. <laughs> Trick or treat, oh, motherfucker! No. Yeah, when Buster Rhymes <laughs> fights Michael Myers, oh, and he's like, oh, "Is that an eight? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Halloween, eight Halloween Resurrection. Resurrection." And he's yeah. like, "He's like, when uh, he walks up, he sees the other Michael Myers. And he's like, who are you, man? I'm the only Michael Myers. What are you dumb up there? Skedaddle! Oh, I, I just watched that the other day." Gosh, those scenes make me cringe. Oh, I love that. It's so bad, but like, so I good. watch it and I'm like, oh. <laughs> he likes he spinning roundhouses, Michael Myers in the face. He does like one of them Van Damme kicks and puts Michael Myers through a window. Yeah, oh, I mistakes were made. <laughs> oh, and to tie Halloween with Mandalorian, I didn't realize one of the other girls from Halloween Resurrection. Was in the Mandalorian this past episode. Yeah, she Katie Sackhoff, Starbucks. Yeah, I didn't even ah, put those spoilers, two and two together. That's 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 not spoiling anything, Slick. That's not Wait, spoiling anything. When are you guys gonna do the Mandalorian talk? Right We're now, right? Lit, oh, like, that was it's the two hours now. <laughs> two hours, ten minutes. We got we got we got a few minutes to talk about it. Perfect so, segue. Um, so we talked about season one on an episode a year ago. So again, I haven't seen this third episode. So let's, let's keep this to the first two episodes, but uh, Cliff, what, what are you feeling about uh season two, episode one and two of the Mandalorian? I liked episode one very much. I like Timothy Oliphant a lot. I like everything they did with that character. Um, I, uh, spoilers, uh, by the way, everybody, tune, tune out. We're going to be talking about everything that happens in those two episodes. Loved, loved all that because when he got cast, I, I jokingly said to my friends, I'm like, I'm totally fine if he just plays Raylan Givens on Tatooine. <laughs> and pretty much he was Raylan yeah. Givens on Tatooine. Always, <laughs> yeah. um, and then I thought episode two was just one of the scariest uh, episodes of TV I've ever seen. Like, it's, it, I'm such a sucker for fucking spiders. I was going to say, do you have an issue with spiders? I have a big issue with spiders. I would rather <laughs> not share the world with them, but here we are. Um, 
<laughs> and I just thought episode two was was great. I, I like that uh, that you know basically what it comes down to is he's got to go to point A to get some information, then he's off to point B. But on his way to point B, he gets stopped and has to do this side thing really quick, so that he can get enough gas to get to point B. You know, I, I like I that that he keeps getting tripped up. Like all he wants to do is like this thing, but it's like, no, if you help me, I'll give you this. It's like, oh, fine. It's like every video game you've ever played. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool how they're kind of setting him on his way. I liked it a lot. I think this season's really strong so far. I agree. What What do you think, Rock? I absolutely love that first episode. I love because they take what you know and just go deeper into it. The Crate Dragon, the Tuscan Raiders. I just loved all that. The second episode, I liked it, but nowhere near as much as the first one. I just, the Sand People, it's funny because now so many people in the vintage groups I'm in, they're all buying up Sand People. Men on card, prices going up. It just shows you how all you need is a little bit of exposure on one of these shows to influence the market. Well, yeah, like we were talking about with the Razor Crest, right? It, it, it ended right after that episode, too. Where the Razor Crest was, it wasn't huge, but it was one of the main fucking story points in it, you know. That that episode's what did it. I was like, this fucking ship is awesome. I'm gonna yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I'm like, fuck, it's fucking banging around ice and fucking dropping out of the sky and fucking out, out running fucking X-Wings and shit. Um, if people aren't aware... Uh, the uh, two X-Wing pilots also made me super happy. One, Dave Filoni, with his uh, looks like dentureless mouth, was in there. Um, not, you know, not that there's anything wrong with wearing dentures or not having teeth, but um, his mouth always bugs me. Um, and then, <laughs> not that and then there's I, anything wrong, but it bugs me. <laughs> it just bugs me to see his fucking big lips flapping around. Um, but uh, the <laughs> other pilot was uh, the dude from Kim's Convenience. Yeah, anybody wow. watch that on fucking Netflix? Never heard of it, but until this episode aired, and now it's it's everywhere. Yeah. Really? Oh, and I haven't even seen the hype, but oh my god, dude! One, it's a Canadian sitcom, which I love. It's, it's, it's fucking Asian culture, which I love. That kind of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, Kim's convenience is fucking hilarious, and I fucking love that they put this dude as a pilot in this episode. Triple um, A, what what were your thoughts on these first two episodes? Um, so I'm probably in a different ball, a different ballpark of you guys a little bit, but, um, I, let's say from season one, we're ending off with the guy who holds the Darksaber, right? So I was thinking we're jumping from that point, so, and in season two, so we didn't really get that. So instead, I think I felt like we got epics, episodic, right? episodes in each one of these. So it's kind of like its own story, but not really getting to the main story. So, yeah, it's not like furthering a, along it's this it's like an anthology, right? A separate yeah. story for yeah. each each so episode. It's like it's like Tales of the Crypt. You get each episode but involving well in this case you involving the Mandalore. 
you know, the, the Mandalorian guy. So I I like to see something that can steer to the main story. So um, these days, um, television is very uh, what do you call it? Uh, there's a lot of shows out there, right? And, and people have very short attention spans, right? So Stranger Things are one of the great shows out there that always give cliffhangers. The Boys, oh my god, it's another one that always build up and then bam, it keeps on hitting you hard and you just can't stop. If you have to binge it, you will binge it, you know? Mm-hmm. Ozark, another one of those amazing shows, just like um, um, Breaking Bad, you know? So um, leaving you for more. But for me, so far... I don't get any cliffhanger here. So it's just, I felt like each episode is contained, but it never really go back to the main path. Well, um, not yet. Yeah, not yet. So we're already two episodes in it, and I felt at least go to the main path on the second episode, but it isn't. It, we're still doing something else. So, um, and and another, another thing is, I, I mean, I know this is a Star Wars show, and it's just, always play homage to something else i mean we get it i mean it's fun to always you know see things that we recognize but i mean i think this is a new era we can start creating something new you know something fresh you know that we don't need to we don't need these homages to like to lift the shows now we're we're done in season one doing that so but let's just you, but you know what it is peter i hear your point but the problem is the fan base has really not embraced the new stuff. If you look at it, they embraced what was like the Force Awakens. They liked that because it was so many homages to the original Star Wars. I think the old fan base, the old white guy that's 45 years old, that's a big mm-hmm. Star Wars fan, they they want the old stuff what they, they're familiar with, but expanded. Like That's why I love The Mandalorian. It gives me a lot mm-hmm. of what I'm fond of. And expands it. Like the new episode, we're not going to spoil it, but mm-hmm. there's some stuff there that I was freaking out about. I'm like, oh, that's this. Oh, that's that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I constantly pause it and explain to my son, like on the even on the one with the uh, crate Dragon, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, in Star Wars, we're in the Dune Sea, there's that big skeleton. I go, that's what one of, that, one of those things were. Because they they're not nerds like I am, so they don't really fully get it. But I'm always, oh, shit, oh, shit. I, I pause it so many times during an episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that I is the. They're, um, they're playing to me. They really right. are. So that is the the Quake Dragons in episode one, which a lot of people says that is uh, based on the Knights of the Old Republic video game, and uh, that's a sort of homage for those people who has fight the Quake Dragon. Okay, the Quake Dragon, and I I never played the game, so this is the first time for me seeing it. So which is refreshing. Okay, but um, of course. This is a nod for old fans, you know, for who plays the video games. And uh, I don't play a lot of video games back in those days either. So, um, but that's pretty good. Um, and uh, again, like a lot, a lot more side story. Um, and episode two, it's a toy commercial. Come on, it is a toy commercial, <laughs> All right? And it's it's a great timing and it's it's great marketing strategy to push the last few days where that episode appears. Um, and I believe yeah, that all, quest... all toy commercials make me shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, what, what, what's sad is that the Razor Quest got beat up pretty bad in that episode. And I was like, whoa, 
you're going to sell me this toy, but you're beating it up. I mean, is this thing going to survive? <laughs> so Peter, all of- Peter, come on. Yeah, what if it you got destroyed? What, well, like, what would what you have done? Yeah. Would you have canceled it? Like, that's it. The Ranger Crest is, is blown up in episode two of the second season. Like, you know, you know, the BMF has been has been beat up a few times, and they keep repairing it. So uh, <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I have no doubt they'll repair it. Because it is, you know, it's a character. It's a star of the show. This ship is a star of the show. So, but listen, um, they beat up the Razor Crest, so next year they can re-release a <laughs> battle damage <laughs> with a square razor, uh, square radar dish. Yeah, come on, think about it. There'll be some paint decals, some burnt spots. They'll remove some plastic off some engine covers. Mm-hmm, They'll make mm-hmm. you look all distressed in the box. There you go. Right, right. So, um, as you know, Dave Filoni is the way he writes stories. It's he's he's very um into not straying the, the 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 direction from A to B. He likes to go side stories, which this is part of his style, and I I see that. Like if you watch all his Clone Wars uh episode, he does that. It's like, oh, man, cool. Remember this. Meanwhile, that's going on. So, um, it it's I just have to because. Mandalorian is so small. It's only ten. we get ten episodes, eight. I can't remember, but it's probably ten. Eight. Eight. Uh, eight. It is eight. Oh, it's yeah. even shorter. So I don't want him to do that. I want to. I want him to stay on path. So um, I, I know. But it's we are to... on path. Like you want to know where the dark saber is. <laughs> but we are on path. We're on Mandalorian's path. Um, it's not the path that you want, but it's the path the show's taken us on. The, you know what I mean? I, I tell you what, though, um, we have a little story of Bobo Fett. He teased us with that on episode one, and that's it. Like we we won't see him, and it's just it's such a a tease, you know. And it, I'm not sure if we'll go back and visit that, but you know what? I did see episode three. I would not spoil it. We're finally in the path in episode three. That's it. But that's hear me out. Is that Boba Fett or is it Jango Fett? Because it looked like staples all around the neck. Um, I no, dude, it's Boba Fett. I have heard it's Boba Fett. Yeah, so he, this is what he comes out from the Solak pit, right? And he's looking so mangled up. Yeah. So, but he survived. But I wanted everybody wishes that how did he came out of there? I wish they showed some kind of flashback. You know, right now it's still not shown yet, or it's shown in comic book, did it? I'm not sure, but. Um, but we well, Dang, know. I think in the comic, Dengar rescued him out of it by, I think he blew up the, the Sarlacc uh, or something. See, I, 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 I wish you could see it on the big screen. But I, anyways, I know it's something with Dengar. Uh, it might have been Dengar and IG88 went back to get Boba Fett. Okay. So, um, yeah, in, in episode three, it's, we're going to, you guys are going to love it. Um, so I'll we're Google going, it. Yeah, we're going way <laughs> yeah, back to sorry. the, the path I'm that we the want. only one that probably hasn't seen it yet. Um, now, I, I I feel everybody right now is chanting episode four is going to be the bomb. But knowing Dave Filoni, we're going not gonna get the bomb. We're gonna get sidetracked again, and episode five is the bomb. Okay, I'm calling it now. <laughs> well, that's the one that he's directing is five. So if oh, you really? think what your face is going to show up, she ain't oh, coming in through five. Oh, okay, then it's. Hey, it's gotta be from a five then. It's confirmed. <laughs> Damn it! I'm sorry. I, I, I'm retarding our conversation here by not have seen three. I, I apologize to everybody. Okay. But 
It's, it's good, man. Um, I just, I, I, it's weird. It's the, everything I love about the show is what uh, Peter doesn't. Like, <laughs> I like the side quests. I like the that he's just kind of he's just trying to do this thing, and he's just got to do this one more thing before he can go. It's like, oh, now I got to do this one more thing. <laughs> I enjoy watching him just meet new people and go new places. Fun. So. My my big thing is is I I love the first episode, so I, I'm a big. Uh, now is this Timothy Oliphant? Was that okay? Because I always get him mixed up with who's his like doppelganger. That's oh, in uh, that's in um, uh, when a date with Tad Hamilton. His name is his name is fucking damn it. Anyway, Transformers movies. Oh, Josh Duhamel. Yeah. Like those two, I always get mixed up. And Miss McFavorite always gives me shit because she loves both of them, but I can't keep them straight. Um, But you're absolutely right. He plays his role on Justified here in a a mining town and and Moss, you know, uh, Pierogi or whatever it was called. (laughs) You know, um uh i i dig it i i love the i love the introduction of that uh armor belongs with the family and that's you know that is the way uh, you know they i love that they're introducing a lot of these uh uh very detailed parts of the motto or the creed that he has to reinforce um, the crate dragon is way too big for me. It shows up in, in episode four, but it's, it, it's like a fucking, uh, like the Loch Ness monster. It, it, you know, it's a big long neck with this like normal size head, you know, but in this, it's this big earth swallowing mountain crushing, Drummer. you know, sarlacc eating, you know, monster. So I, I, I didn't really like that. I, I think you could have pulled it. I think you could have pulled the same story off with, with something more reasonable in size, but whatever. Um, I love the concept of the miners having to work, uh, uh, work together with their raiders and trust one another. I love the scene where fucking, you know, one of the sand people drops something. They're like, he's trying to blow us up on purpose and all this kind of bullshit. It's, it's very now, right? It's very now trusting people you don't trust and that kind of thing. I thought that that really spoke well to our current situation. Um, again, uh, Oliphant is just amazing. He's amazing whenever he's playing that calm, collected, badass character. Well, did, did any of you guys with all the same people were walking single file? Did any of you just go, oh, shit! Oh, oh shit. I didn't I even was, catch that. Oh, that's single a, file, oh, all the bandits. Are there numbers, man? <laughs> oh. oh, wow. That's yeah. impressive. That's a good Yeah, that's good what I'm catch. saying. It's always for me, that's every dope. episode. There's a couple of oh shit moments where I have to pause it. Yeah, um, that's so impressive. That that's me. impressive. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, I I really dug that, how they had to work together. The scene where they were blowing it up was a little extended. And and in in my opinion, uh, let's see, Peach Keen says first episode had some beautiful cinematic iconic shots. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see anything else in here. Mostly I tell Brink the Google image Boba Fett. I saw one that he looked like they called him Franken Fett, where it had like all these little marks around his neck. Unless well, and, and this is, and, and I thought maybe you guys were talking about episode three. This is something maybe I no. didn't see or no. what, but I know Tamora Morrison is in the credits. Where was he? He was he the had, last shot of episode one. Yeah, he had a gaffy stick and he had like a long rifle on him. He was wearing like all ratty clothes. He had no, a ball. He was I didn't see bald. that. Yeah, he showed up after uh, Mandalorian left Timothy Oliphant with the, with the armor. Yeah, he, Mandalorian zips away, and you cut to like a like a cliff top, and Tamora Morrison is standing on the cliff top, looking pretty rough. I did not <laughs> see that, and I've watched the episode twice. Was was it like post credits, or did I just stop paying? No, attention it was like the last pre credits, right before it ends. Yeah, pre credits. Yeah. Oh shit! Well, I, oh, hey, okay. listen, Jason. I, I didn't even know it was him at first until I rewind it, and somebody said that's. That's um, Morrison. So I was like, oh, really? Oh, Maybe. fuck. I need to go look at that. I need to go watch that part again. But, um, so, yeah. So so that was good. And then the second episode, um, again, that that kind of that kind of uh, ensured my pre-ordering the Razor Crest. Because, again, I don't like spaceships, but... Dude, the the fucking X wing, you know, X wing chase, the getting banged up, everything being needing to be repaired, it being in the snow, the spiders, all that. I loved. What about um, the eggs, the frog? Guy? Um, the the <laughs> eggs, I loved. Yeah, I and, <laughs> and from some news site, some internet news site that that I watched their videos. Uh, I love that they were just talking about like this fucking baby Yoda just <laughs> destroys things. That's what it does. Like it eats shit and it fucking destroys things. That's all it does. And it's like you fifty know? plus years old, right? Yeah, like, high intelligent. The thing that was driving me nuts is if these are the last eggs of this of this frog lineage Mm -hmm. why are they not keeping better track of them it eats like five of them throughout the show like (laughs) and it doesn't even notice like i if i was that frog chick i would try to fucking kill baby yoda and then we're not not fertilized yet but no 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 well let's not go we'll even spoiler but the thing is, if these are, is that think a, I think a long that's time a, ago. No, 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 no. But think about this: if these are the last two of that species, and these uh, are their eggs, so now if these have to meet with each other, they're gonna be like, you know what I mean? What's it called? Um, incest. They're gonna be incestuous frog people because if they're the last of their kind, they have to mate with their own brothers and sisters for the race to continue. Boom! Mike dropped. They didn't think about that, did they? Would I would I have totally forgotten this entire what this entire show is to be posting comments 
I, I feel bad. Well, I've been saying them, but I haven't hysterical. been posting them visually. But yeah, Drake is saying, watch it with subtitles. Frog Lady Speaks Frog. That was my only thing uh, is that was a weak-ass <laughs> alien. Of all the things that could have combined, like to make anthropomorphic character, like a frog person was just really Dude, weak. though, it was so badass, though, when she had to start running, like when she started fucking hopping yeah. to get away uh, from the spiders. That was yeah. so awesome. <laughs> yeah. When it, yeah, when it was finally like, and oh, I got to move. I love that. Like I when she went full part. frog, like I thought that was really cool. <laughs> you don't go full frog. Uh, let's see uh, so again Brinkalizer here old Fun's character uh, looked great for living on Tatooine and and, and this was another thing I I think uh, Skullface brought this up in one of his uh, discussion episodes was um, and I kind of agree with him like why the fuck do we have to keep going to Tatooine there's a million fucking planets in this yeah. universe, and we got it. it it's it's just it's just like Jedi. every. Well, it's just like every character saying, "I have a bad feeling about this." You know, like why does that have to be there? And and I get it because fans are gonna fucking yeah. post a reaction video that goes, "Oh my god, they're on Tatooine," you know, but. I'm Me yelling, like, oh shit, at my TV. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> right. Were, were you one of those stereotypical guys? Yeah. Tatooine. I yeah. I told you. I did it like three times. I was yelling at my TV. I was yelling like the way people yell at a movie, a horror movie in the theater. Oh shit, don't go in there. It's <laughs> Tatooine. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, super excited. Uh, we didn't even get to talk very much uh, because it was such a short, short scene at the beginning. Um, the Gamorrean guard, Vibro oh, yeah. Gladiator. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't like. <laughs> I didn't like that they were kind of like they look like teenager Gamorrean guards or what, yes, you know, your leg. no, no, yeah. no, the, no, this hear me out. This is why they did that. Okay. The way I look at them as professional wrestlers, when okay. they're young, they're all built and they're studly. When uh, Jabba gets them, they're the old fighters. They're retired. Old. So like, yeah. Oh, okay. So like when you go to a comic con, you see a wrestler, they're not, they're not on the roids no more, and the coke and the HGH. <laughs> now they've got beer bellies, and you're like, holy shit, this guy is like 350 pounds now. And he used to be 220 when he wrestled. That's what they did with the Gamorrean guards. Like, these would have been the old fat dudes that would have been at a Comic Con. Like, they're not in shape anymore because they're not fighting. Like old okay. football players. You ever see old, old linemen after they get out of football? <laughs> these guys balloon up. So to me, it made so much more sense. But it was great seeing that vibro axe in action to see how that works. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. I was like, okay, what's the point of having an axe if it just kind of shocks you? But I guess if if you get one lucky strike and cut off someone's arm, it's not that entertaining. The only only thing I I noticed with the Mandalorian is for a guy who's such a badass warrior – he sure gets himself in a lot of situations where he's constantly <laughs> outnumbered. Constantly like, hmm. Like he, he seems all too trusting of, oh yeah, come with me. I'll show you where this is. Oh yeah, come with me. Like how many how many episodes has he been completely surrounded by how many guys already? 
But I guess that's the point, right? If you're that badass, you don't have to worry about that. Like, oh, I mean, he doesn't have any street smarts. He didn't grow up in the city. That's for sure. (laughs) He grew up in the boonies because he's not, you know, he he doesn't have street smarts. I like that. I like that. All right. Uh, Any last thoughts on, uh, again, sorry, I. I apologize. It sounds like everybody else has watched episode three except for me. But any <laughs> any last thoughts on uh, episode one or two of season two? I, I kind of like how they're not fuck, forcing fuck spiders. Well, yeah, yeah, that. And I'm glad they're not really like forcing baby Yoda down our throats these episodes or the child. Mm. I feel like now they got all their, their merchandise out there, they're not force feeding it to us. Like he's there, but he's only little you know he's not the focus of the episode it's just he's there in the background do a couple little cute things but it's not like he's the center of what's going on um do you think we'll see uh that guy in uh tattooing in episode one uh one who just says do we think we'll see him again hmm i hope i hope so there. i hope he's part of like the new group of like uh people he'll need at the end of the season That'll be cool. Yeah, and like I, last year, and just, we kind of met with a bunch of different people. Sorry, Jason. And ju- no, it's okay. I was going to say, and just a thought on that was, I, I'm glad to see that it's still him on a mission because I thought for sure the first episode was going to be him getting Cara Dune and and fucking Action Jackson and everybody together to be like a crew to go do stuff. So I'm glad that it's still just him and a clan of two trying to accomplish his mission. Yeah. Uh, it's only the blues brothers. He's pulling up in the razor crest and going, we're on a mission from Gad. You know? <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, Brian Brinkley says the Mandalorian's like good Samaritan of the Star Wars universe. I I don't think I've ever seen Good Samaritan, so I don't get the reference. But <laughs> no, like a Good Samaritan, a guy who does good deeds. Like maybe he's just he's like, a little naive. But he well, wanted he, information he to capitalize it. I think he's talking about the movie Good Samaritan. Oh, if okay. I'm not mistaken, but I may not be. Oh, I misunderstood. Or I may Sorry, be incorrect, but <laughs> no, I misunderstood it. Um, but uh, word up, word up for everybody that joined us. Uh, there's more people watching that are that are chatting. So if you're not chatting, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you watching live. Uh, Peachy Keen, Brian Brink, KJ Smith is always joining us. Uh, we also had Paul Schreiber up in here at one point. So we appreciate you guys watching live, chiming in to me. I think, uh, oh, it auto-corrected on Brian Brink. So he actually was just saying the general Good Samaritan. I agree. And that's why I love him. You know, anybody that's thinking about the greater good more than themselves, I'm always about. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, I'm i just fucking glad that we got to talk. Dude, Rock, I'm glad I'm on. I'm glad you're on. Again, uh, rest in peace to your father. I, I'm very sorry for your loss, but I... I'm glad you could join us. It, yeah, it, it I don't want to. Made me happy. 
kind of needed something to be back to normal because everything is, you know, I feel like I'm living in the upside down right now. So oh, I can imagine, yeah. you know, it's been a rough uh, couple of weeks. So not to, not to bring it down on a, a low note, but it should be a happy note. I'm but yeah, I do want to say one God. thing is, uh, you know, we didn't have like a normal funeral service for him. We had like a memorial and, uh, uh, you know, we, we got up and we talked and we said he didn't want anything fancy. So we got up and talked about like the the good things and good memories. And, you know, I brought up, you know, he bought me, my dad had to go to a funeral and I had to stay in the car. And my dad pulled over this little, where I lived in Queens and these things were like Tiamo, where you get cigarettes, magazines, comic books, candy. He got me my first G.I. Joe comic books. That gave me my love of, of comics. He got oh, me, I, you know. Star Wars figures when Return of the Jedi came out. We got the figures before the movie came out, and he opened up all the figures and he lined them up for us. And we get to see the new characters, and we had no idea who they were. <laughs> and my love, you know, my love of Star Wars, uh, Empire Strikes Back. He took us to opening day. We didn't have a lot of money. He took us to a really fancy theater in Nassau County to go see it. It was in a really nice oh. Jewish neighborhood. We sat in a balcony. We got bonbons. <laughs> like as five years old, I don't remember getting. I was gonna say, yeah, that's, I didn't realize you could get bonbons in a theater. Yeah, so, you know, we just talked about good memories, and a lot of the stuff I have, I realize is fond memories of you know all the stuff that my dad. You know, like I said, we didn't grow up with a lot, but we always had, and I always had the newest toys, whatever I wanted, and I realized a lot of this, a lot of stuff I collect is just due to those great childhood memories. So, um, you know, I know these toys, a part of it is because of everything I got as a kid that they bought for me. And, uh, you know, it was just nice to talk about all the good memories of getting stuff that he bought. And um, so, you know, if you guys do have memories of stuff that's sentimental, you know, feel free to, you know, tell people about it. I, I, I had an open house day because I'm selling my house and people came in my room and I, you know, they're like, oh, wow, look at all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, because this is the stuff I love and it's good memories. And I'm not ashamed of it. You know, I'm not ashamed oh, yeah. to have a, be a 45-year-old man with a room full of toys. And nobody thought less of me. Everybody thought it was awesome. And I'm glad that, you know, we have fellow people in the community that all share in the same ideal. So don't ever be ashamed to be a toy collector, a comic book reader, somebody that enjoys this stuff. Because if it makes oh. you happy, it's all that matters. So... I just want to end it on be happy with who you are and be proud of what you buy and what you collect because if it makes if it makes you feel good that's all that matters and if if buying something gives you memories of your childhood it's worth whatever you pay for it so I want to go out with saying you know be happy with what you have and if it makes you feel good god bless oh yeah you know? oh yeah that's amazing. Happy birthday, AAA. Happy birthday to your son, Rock, as well. I'll pass it on to him. Thank you. Hell yeah. All right, guys. We'll uh, see you sooner rather than later. Oh, later rather than later. later. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That was yeah, triple. That's awesome. Yeah, I love this. It's triple for you, motherfuckers. <laughs>